It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show. But now let's get me started. Why don't you get me started? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational. Welcome to Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast, review each one, each episode myself, and revolving co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not, however, what we're doing here today because it's Christmas time, folks. That's right. It's December in the BPC universe, we're, we're going to be celebrating a little a little Christmas here today. And with me, I'm accompanied by... It's Grant Z and Joey. Oh! There they are. Gentlemen, welcome back for another Christmas here at Best Picture oh, Cast. Love Best Picture Cast Christmas. Thank you very much for having us. Yes, and yeah. you, you pick... The movie every year with Chris. I, 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 we do, yeah. I pass the Christmas baton to you guys. So why don't you let the uh, let the people know what we picked in, in case they didn't read the uh, title of the episode. <laughs> in, case, in case you're going in completely blind. Uh, we, we appreciate that. <laughs> we are talking about Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, the Hell Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol. A, a very a very host-friendly pick for you guys. You guys know this was one this that is I love. A big, this is a big one for you, yeah. Yeah, so this is great stuff. And, you know, I, I, I would imagine that if I were ever haunted by... Christmas spirits that that you guys would be my Marley brothers that you would show up on, on the day you know J- Jay would be the ghost of Christmas past yep he'd take me back to the 90s specifically <laughs> yeah he's uh, like I can't go past this I've seen 1900 years but I have to exist in 98 right Artie would be the festive uh, ghost of Christmas present it's usually all he can keep track of is the well, exact he could only exist yeah, for he, a finite time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very bad memory <laughs> yes and Chris would uh, be the first to sign up to be my Grim Reaper and be the oh Chris <laughs> would very Christmas much future. appreciate that job yes <laughs> he does not the same much just point at things just dust yeah. off the Sith and he'd be ready yeah, to yeah, go yeah, yeah. yes yeah, so. Uh, okay so this is exciting uh, in addition to the uh, episode we're going to talk about today there will be a little section here where we do our our BPC Secret Santa, or uh, in this case, Secret Santa. Grant, That's right. Because yeah. we each have to make a choice. And uh, we've provided two movies for each person in kind of putting them in a spot to pick however you wanted to do it. You could have been really vicious with it. You could have been real creative with it. But each of the five of us, so the three of us here, and then Artie B and Chris G as well. Um, and we'll uh, have the, the group of us, we'll, we'll call it in to hash that out. It should be, should be fun. I think the Secret Santa is my favorite thing that we do. It 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 is great. It's it is so great. much fun. Oh yeah, it's a blast. I don't even know how or where it came about. I think we just said one day, like, how can we uh, do something festive? We might even maybe we were going to do an actual Secret Santa, give each other gifts. We're like, yeah, let's just let's give just each other movies. movies. Yeah, yeah, instead, yeah. Let's make already this... watch not Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> this, but this is a this is a cool this is a cool twist on it. Usually we just give one, you know, one movie to a person and they have to watch it. This is cool, kind of a pick-your-poison kind of thing. And uh, different approaches to it. Adds to the fun. I want to get into this, uh, the introduction to this thing here. We'll start off by asking, what are the uh, 
What are the festive beverages you've brought along for the occasion here? Grant, I'll start with you because yours looks the fanciest of the bunch. Well, unfortunately, it's it's just coffee. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm hopped up on cold meds in case you can't hear my voice. It would have been the Omegang uh, Everything Nice. Oh. I was very excited to drink. It's a nice nine percenter. It's a great bottle. Yeah, it's, it's, it looks really festive and beautiful. But unfortunately, I'm just sitting this one out from Cooperstown, New York. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's a great great brewery. But that's like an iced coffee of some sort. It is. I made myself a nice coffee. Put some cinnamon on top. Yeah, it's oh, festive. Yeah. Like and yeah, yeah. I just have a um, peppermint mocha oat creamer kind of thing in there. So it's yeah. And why don't you tell the people what you're drinking it out of there, Grant? Sure. If uh. It's a BPC glass. It has um, Marvin Harry on it from Home Alone. Great bottle. You can find that in our store, people. Go out and buy it. Brand new merch. And you're wearing a, a shirt from the same store there, too. Uh, I'm wearing a shirt from a different store. Where, this oh. is Exit 28 Studios. Oh, uh, okay. I same, actually, uh, I, I same umbrella. Pro- I probably could put this in. Yeah, the, why not? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's, a buddy, it's a Buddy the Elf, uh, buddy the Elf shirt, um, kind of in the style of the Best Picture cast uh, designs. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna put it put that yeah, in there. We have an episode. Right, it's covering do. our first two Christmas episodes already. That's true. Yeah. Wish and I had the Griswold Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> but I do. We do have. We do have the uh, Griswold, uh, the Cousinetti right. shirt, Cousinetti merch in our in our store too. Oh, if you want to check that out. And these also have Christmas ornaments. So if you want to get a Christmas ornament, go right ahead. And so maybe next uh, next Christmas you'll have the Marley Brothers on there too. Or oh, something. I, yeah, I, I, would, I would love to do a Muppet oh, one, yeah. That'd be so good. <laughs> this is going to be good. And we'll have in the ep- episode description, we'll have the link so you can check out some of that yeah, merch. Yeah, check that out. Make a great holiday present for, yes. uh, for anyone. Joey. I'm drinking Stella Artois. It's now a year-round beer, but it was initially made as a Christmas beer. So, oh wow, look at that! Yeah, I'm not big on the heaviness of winter beers, so I like Stella because it started as a Christmas beer. So, and they and they look very festive. Yeah, the cans and the yeah, bottles, and everything. I, exactly. I love. It has a big star on the top, like over yeah. the tree. So, it's a very nice, very nice beer. Cool. All right. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm kind of uh, embracing the end of a season here. As I, I like it or not, pumpkin season is more or less coming to an end here. If it hasn't come to the end for most, doing kind of the the fridge clean out of pumpkin beers here. Okay. But I have the king of all pumpkin beers here. It is the Pump King, the Imperial Pumpkin Beer from Southern Tier Brewing Company. A, a, a delicious pumpkin beer, one of the highest rated ones they have. Pumpkin pie in a glass is its uh, tag phrase there. 8.6 for this one, so. Yeah, it's a heavy one. I'll only be doing one of these, and then I move <laughs> to, the, uh, to the Montauk pumpkin after that. So. Nice. Now, there's two ends of this I want to tackle here, guys. The Christmas carol of it all we'll, we'll leave for the second part of the introduction. So we'll start with the first. I want to know what your guys' history is with the Muppets. What is your earliest memory of of Muppets trace it back as far as you possibly can I'm sure it's difficult I think my earliest memory of the Muppets is it's probably the Muppet babies to be honest <laughs> um I, that's the thing I'd remember the most and maybe we had I feel like I've I don't remember the event but I remember having souvenirs I guess so some kind of like Muppet thing like at Nassau Coliseum something like that when I was a kid I remember having like a pendant of like you know Kermit or Miss Piggy right. something like 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 felt pennant. We Grant. might have done with that with the Boy Scouts because I had the same exact pennant. Okay, yeah. it might have been then. Yeah, I, but I don't I don't remember anything from the show. Me I just either. remember having. But I had it. I found it in my parents' house when I moved. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, so I, I I had that, and then like my grandparents had a a really big like a coffee table book of Muppet stuff, and I remember just like perusing through that as a kid, and then when I got older, I would be more introduced to the movies and. Yeah. Uh, the show, things like that. Yeah. This yeah. this one specifically. How about you, Joe? 
Muppets Take Manhattan is my first memory of that on a VHS. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but I very of all like the Muppet movies I watched, that's my clearest from young, young. Muppet Babies all the time. Yeah. Like, I remember that a lot. I don't know that I have any memory of the show, but all the movies I had seen, I've seen okay. many, many times. Yeah, like when the new one with uh, Jason Siegel came out, saw that in theaters opening weekend. Was very yeah, excited. Uh, you, yeah, awesome. We were together. Yeah. yeah, love the Muppets. Definitely did whatever this was at Nassau Coliseum that I have zero memory <laughs> of. But um, yeah, Muppets Take Manhattan is my first. But I think this is probably the most. Mm. Watch. I'm sure I watched it. I just don't have like a memory of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so my my Muppet roots run deep here. Uh, okay. I was a very much raised on Sesame Street kid. Okay. Uh, that was on. That was probably the earliest TV show my parents had me watching, and was a big time Disney Channel kid. So with the two Perfect. of them kind of, uh, at least um, cinematically raising me or or television right, right, wise right. raising me. Uh, the the Muppet fluidity was very easy because it's they're bouncing kind of yeah. both of those. Sure. Uh, earliest memories of the Muppets. I mean, you guys mentioned Muppet Babies. Uh, there's definitely now from the movie standpoint, the Muppets, uh, the Great Muppet Caper would have been the one that okay, I remember that from makes, a movie standpoint. Yep. But those Christmas specials that they'd have with John Denver and yeah. um, a bunch of musical guests and whatnot. I was I was just about to say one that just came to mind was the one where they go to Fozzie's mom's house. And that's one with, with, Fraggle, with Fraggle Rock. Fraggle wow. Rock. And the other that, one they, that they, was one that I watched all the time as a kid. That yeah. just popped up in my head. I had no memory of that till you said and going like, to like the, the, the mom's cool, house. The cool turkey. Yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Fra- Fraggle wow. Rock was another big one that I would watch too. And then when they kind of, the Muppets go to Fraggle Rock and yeah. cross over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was definitely an early memory there. By the way, that's that's uh, you can find that on YouTube. That that uh, that one where they go to Fozzie's. Is it? Oh, yeah, cool. you can find that on YouTube. No, that'll oh. that'll be bring back all sorts of flashbacks. Oh, for wow. sure. I think I, so, like I think I think some of them have commercials in it too. Mm. Oh, so really? You like that's cool. kind of like relive that whole time. I just period. had like a flashback to seeing my parents' <laughs> den. The Muppet Show was was one that I had on a bunch when I was in kind of I guess that's probably short of middle school. It's probably like fifth sixth grade because they would play it on Nickelodeon. Oh, uh, really? Oh, they did? I think I missed Yeah, me that. too. Yeah, I, it was I like Nick at Night, I think they played it. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense. But Yeah, so when, when Nick would turn into Nick at that Night. That was like the, the transition show? And that was one that they'd have on for a bunch. Oh, and I, okay. I got such a kick out of that. And then they relaunched it in, I think like 96, 97, and I was all excited about that on, oh, on ABC. Okay. I think probably part of, uh, what what was the ABC Friday night? Uh, TGIF? TGI, yeah. TGIS, was it yeah. part of I that? think they made it part of that. So, okay. But it didn't last long. It only lasted about a year. I, I don't have any relationship with the Jason Siegel ones or the new ones. I, I don't even think... Oh, the Jason Siegel one's great. Yeah, yeah I've really never good. seen anything... I don't think I've seen anything past this, to be honest with you, because I didn't see uh, Treasure Island and I didn't see Muppets Go to Space or any of that. I was oh, kind of adamant okay. by then. Okay. No, the Jason Siegel one's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Muppets Most Wanted don't... You don't have to watch that one. That's no. the most recent one. That's right? bad. Yeah, okay. that one's bad. I've never seen Treasure Island. Uh, Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, yeah. So that, Tim Curry plays Blackbeard, I think. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. I want to shout out to the... the, uh, the That's not really a ride. It's more of a, a show at uh, at Disney World. Oh, the 3D? The 3D Muppets yeah. 3D. Muppet yeah. 3D! Yeah, it's, uh, that, that's fun. It is the exact... Same thing that it's been the last twenty five oh, years. Oh, but I wouldn't not... change. I wouldn't change a second <laughs> of it. It's line for it's line. A, it's amazing. Yeah, no, they, 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 if they it works, it works. They haven't updated that in forever, and they don't need to. It's perfect. Yes. Uh, okay. Now, a Christmas Carol. Yeah. What is your earliest? What version of the Christmas Carol is your earliest 
version. Grant, I'll start with you, with you again. Probably this one. This one, okay. Did you see this in theaters? Probably. I definitely did. Yeah. Joe? I definitely did. Yeah. 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 So I, I have a memory of seeing this one. Uh, and leaving singing the Marley and Marley song like a real dork. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in, sec- was in second a, grade. Yeah. Such, some... such a theater nerd. Yeah. Yeah, we, were, yeah. we, were, we were eight. Yeah, so we were so perfectly yeah. aged to walk we're out of there singing. Yeah. Allowed to be a little dorky at eight, guys. Come on. Joe, earliest memory of the Christmas Carol? Probably this, but I have like a memory of Donald Duck doing Scrooge it. Scrooge McDuck. Oh, that, that's that is true. My, so that's probably, that's probably the first it. one I would yeah. think. Yeah, that's that, probably it. That is my earliest memory. Yeah, that was on the it. Disney Channel right. regularly. Yeah, that that's because I like I could like picture it. So I imagine I saw that younger. Yeah, so you have Scrooge McDuck is yeah. the you know, Donald's his nephew. You have Mickey <clears throat> as the uh, Mickey as Bob Cratchit. Right. Yes. Minnie, Goofy, of course. Goofy as Marley. Goofy as Marley. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the 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 doorknob turning into Goofy's face. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yep, knocker. Yeah. That's great. We, so that's my we, first. Yeah, we've watched that with Maddie. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present is the the big, uh, the the big giant, giant guy. Yeah, the fee yeah. fo fum the Jack, the, Jack the and the giant The future is Pete. Is Pete, yeah. Oh, who is past? Sense. I don't remember. Uh, past? Oh, Jiminy Cricket. It's Jiminy Cricket, yes. There we yeah. go. So they well casted. That is very well, that is very well casted. Nailed yes. it. Yeah. That's awesome. No notes. And then you you have a, a favorite of the Christmas Carols, right? Is it the, uh, what year is it? Yeah, the 1951 mm-hmm. version of it with Alistair Sim. That's one I got introduced to later on. Probably I was in high school, maybe. I think it was my, my grandfather's favorite, and I watched it, and it was my favorite. To me, that's my favorite version of Scrooge. I think he does both sides very well. Cool. I was able to watch the Disney version because they have it on Disney Plus. And I was stunned to see it's only 26 minutes. Wow, really? <laughs> I thought it was like a, a full show. No, it was just like a half hour show. Yeah. Probably or whatever. Disney is very efficient with Mickey properties because we watch them a lot with the kids. Like, they just rip through things. Yeah. They're, they're in like, and out. They're like Navy SEALs. Like, um, <laughs> like they, did, they do like the Man in the Iron Mask. It's like 14 minutes and it's great. <laughs> yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful. Sleepy Hollow is like 15 minutes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Sleepy Hollow is good too. 20 minutes. Oh, man, yeah. Great. That shook me as a kid. The, me too, uh, yeah. Ichabod Crane. Okay, so opening thoughts on this one. How is it reliving it here? Is this, well, I guess I should ask, is this is this one that you guys have watched with your kids over the past few years? Is this one you've introduced to them yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Maggie's May been watching it for a couple of years now, and she's she was jazzed to watch it for, when I told her about to watch it for this. Mm. So, yeah, no, she, she loves this, and she loves the songs, and... Everything like that. How about you, Joe? Has Cole been introduced to this yet? Yeah, Cole stayed up late. So he was very excited to stay up late with me and Kristen on Saturday to watch it. <laughs> he saw it in piece, bits and pieces, but he didn't pay attention to it mm. last year. But this year, I was like, no, we're watching it for the podcast. We're going to do it. He was really pumped. And we did that Saturday. And for the past four days, we've just been running around the house. He comes up. He's like, Marley and Marley. And he goes, ah. Oh! <laughs> and then he runs away. He That's thinks awesome. it's the best. He... Um, he he Scrooge the name didn't connect, so he um he calls him the evil human. <laughs> <laughs> He's very focused on good and bad from his Transformers love, so it's yeah. like amazing watching him process the movie. That is cool. Yes, we'll be there'll be plenty of talking about uh, Michael Caine, the, the evil, evil human. The evil human. <laughs> Why is the evil human with this guy now? <laughs> Why great. is the evil human nice now? That's great. Yeah, I, I watched this one last Christmas and. It was the first time in a long time, so it was fun to kind of relive that and then and yeah. then do it again this year for the pod was was fun too. So that's awesome. Um, easy, e- as easy of a watch as we oh probably ever had for this podcast. E- I mean, oh my god, the hour and a half is over before you know it. Like it's, it's, like, just, it's not even an hour and a half; it's just under twenty eight, yeah. right? 
yeah, flies. And, yeah, in doing these podcasts, like at this point, you know, we're almost four years in now, and all the ones we guest on and all that, and you guys have your side projects and whatnot. There's always an element of, at least for me, there's always an element of of clock checking. You know, how how much is left? How much am I into it? Would it? Yeah. This one. I didn't at all, but had just had to go to the bathroom and pause it. And I go, Jesus, I'm 45 minutes in already? I feel like I just pressed play. It's wild. but They move. Yeah. They move. The Muppets move. Anything else we have to cover here before we do the old dive back to 1992? I don't think so. Any other pressing affairs we need to bring across the, uh, the Muppet desk? No, it's just we've been nailing these Christmas episodes, so it's just... Uh... Yeah, we got a good... We have a good roster built. Yeah. Here, yes, and you can go back and check out... Our past ones there, they would include our first year was Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Our second year was Elf. RDB hopped in on that one. Uh, last year was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Add in the Muppets Christmas Carol, so it should be fun. Quite the roster. Okay. We are going back to 1992 for the second time in our honorary episode series. Our first time was, guesses, guesses? Uh, League tournament, of Their Own? Tournament winner, League of Their Own, yes, oh, okay. yes. In that episode from 1992, we talked about the WWF champion, and as we discussed, it was decided at the Royal Rumble in a 30-man over-the-top battle royal, which was won by Ric Flair. Flair would drop the title a few months later to Macho Man Randy Savage, who would hold the title through the summer, but would injure himself in a match with the Ultimate Warrior at SummerSlam, and then he'd have to drop the title in September uh, to Ric Flair with the help of newcomer Razor Ramon. The bad guy. Guys, a uh, little... Yes, I'm the bad, the bad human. He's uh, a yeah. bad guy. The evil man. Yes. <laughs> the evil human. Um, macho man, Randy Savage. <clears throat> Thoughts, memories? I was a big fan of Randy Savage as a kid. I loved him. Ooh, yeah! Oh, yeah. Hogan and Warrior, and, you know, they, they get a lot... Ric Flair, they get a lot of credit of those. The, the promos, they'll pop up on Instagram if you go back and check it. Uh, I always thought that Macho Man had the best ones. These are the craziest ones. The yeah, most promos were great. Yeah. yeah, you just you could always click back in any one of those and just crack up a little, watching yeah. them. Just, I always look forward to him. And then when he was doing the announcing a little bit later, just love it. Unhinged. He was yeah. amazing. Yeah, him and Vince great. doing the announcing is the best announcing we've ever had, in my opinion. Macho Man Randy Savage wasn't just a wrestler. He was signed as a catcher out of high school. Reds, right? By the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. But he also played in the Cincinnati Red Minor League okay. system. So he played so. in both organizations. systems. Um, in the Myers, to practice his swing, he would swing his bat at a hanging tire. Like a tire hanging from a tree branch. Hmm. He'd swing his bat at it to uh, strengthen his hands and utilize his legs. His roommate at the time, who would become a major leaguer, Larry Herndon, was so impressed with this technique that he adopted it himself and went on to be a starting outfielder for the Detroit Tigers in the 1984 championship team uh, and a longtime Tigers hitting coach where he would pass that drill along in all of his instructions. So, <laughs> That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. Influencing Decades baseball. Decades of baseball. Yes, yes. Listen, when you're influential... You cross all barriers, right? <laughs> That's right. He had that. He had that that persona back then, even before he stepped. Yeah, in the square what you got to do? Yes, you got to swing up that tire. Yeah, and then you take your choke up the bat. Yeah, and then you swing at it. Strengthen the legs, dig it. You got it. Yeah. You got to get your quads tight. Yeah, <laughs> turn your hips. Yeah, cream rises to the top. <laughs> Do you think he would have taken more or less steroids if he went to the major leagues? <laughs> <laughs> that is 
Boy, that is an unanswerable question that we <laughs> can only ponder. I'd say fewer Slim Jims, but yeah. those, uh, yeah. those baseball listen, players... If you, went to, if you went to Oakland, it would have been more steroids, I my think. God. Yeah. Might have yeah. been more tobacco and less Slim Jims, but who yeah. knows? So we already talked the 92 Stanley Cup, so we head to the 92 Super Bowl, also known as Super Bowl 26, and it saw the 14-2 Washington Redskins defeat the 13-3 Buffalo Bills. 37 to 24 would be the Bills' second shot in four consecutive failed Super Bowl appearances. Oh, the Bills. Oh, the Bills. This is the one that, that, no, this is the least talked about one, I think, the Washington loss. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, no one cares about Washington. Right. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, no one gives a shit. Yeah. And, that's I mean, exactly what it yeah. is. And the Cowboys were super, super popular. They won two in a row. And I've, yeah. I guess being in New York, the Giants is right. very memorable. And the, the missed kick. But that was the missed kick. That was a famous one. That was a famous halftime show. Well, that was 1990. That was when Whitney Houston sang the National right. Anthem. Mm. The National Anthem, sorry. Yeah. That I don't was remember the famous what the National Anthem. Was. No, yeah, the I'm big... thinking Whitney Houston okay. was the National Anthem. The big halftime show, I think, was in the Dallas game with right. Michael Jackson yeah. kind of doing the. Top of the arena, disappearing, reappearing. Washington was led by quarterback Mark Rippon, uh, and they took a 17-0 lead into halftime and never really looked back. Rippon would be named the MVP. Washington was coached by Hall of Famer Joe Gibbs. Other Hall of Famers included from Washington, Daryl Green, Russ Grimm, and Art Monk. It's the most boring team I've ever heard. <laughs> and from Buffalo, Jim Kelly, James Lofton, Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, and Thurman Thomas. Yeah. What a great team. That's Very just good team. Great yeah. team. She couldn't get it done. Yeah. Remember remember when Super Bowls used to like, the games used to suck? <laughs> yeah. And like every game was just a blowout. Yep. And like they just. In the 90s mostly. And they were just like, not, most of them were just not fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had that one, uh, that one Chargers 49ers one that oh, was just, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or like, I was rooting very hard. I had my junior Seau jersey on and everything. <laughs> I was all in on the Chargers for some reason yeah, that year, yeah. too. Or it like, was a lightning bolt. The national anthem that evening was sung by Harry Connick Jr. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Again, who cares? <laughs> wow, Joey's visceral reaction to Harry Connick Jr. This one I think you'll like a little better. The halftime show, I wish I could make something like this up, was Gloria Estefan... And an ice skating performance by Brian Boitano. That's amazing. With Brian Boitano, dude. <laughs> That's great. I want to watch a clip of that right now. That sounds like a blast. he do yeah. the Super Bowl halftime show. That's what Brian Boitano do. Like there Gloria Stefan, everybody amazing. thinks of like Miami and like, <laughs> yeah, like hot like, weather and they put an ice skating rink. Beat. That's fucking amazing. Where was where was that played? Do you know where do you know where that was played? What song do you think she sang? Oh, that come on, baby, right? The Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. So a little uh, a little Minneapolis. Super okay. Bowl. All right. So when Brian I think, Boitano. When, when makes I think sense Gloria there. Estefan, I think of Minneapolis. <laughs> right. Well, at least Brian Boitano got the ice skating. They cooled. They cooled their fiery hearts, or they they melted their <laughs> they melted their yes yes they yes, melted their it was, they they turned they, into a nice like room temperature water. Melted their icy hearts with, their icy they, with hearts. an island breeze too. <laughs> World leaders, time here we go. Since our movie takes place in Europe, Christmas time, I kept things uh, European and as Christmassy as I could. We have the English Prime Minister. He's John Major. Nice Great. and easy. That's so, a nice softball for you. The star Great. of Creed Four. Oh. Right? Jonathan Majors, yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, Creed 3. <laughs> uh, Creed 3, sorry. Yeah, he probably won't be invited back for Creed 4. I, I don't think so. No. The Prime Minister of Spain was Felipe Gonzalez. Damn. The President of Italy is Oscar Luigi Scalafaro. And uh, this is where we get festive because, you know, <laughs> we all get a little hungry on Christmas. Uh, so the President of Hungary is 
Arpid Gunsk. There's no way I got that one right. <laughs> that was very drawn out. Yeah, the that, C that, is <laughs> before the Z, too. So like, you let that linger for like two C, seconds longer than This last name is C, the C before the Z? Spell it. It's G O N C Z, but the D O has those, those double dots. The, the, the umlaut? umlaut. The umlaut, yeah. yeah so it's like Gunst. 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 Arpad Gunst. And the uh, it's it's Christmas time, so you have to have a little turkey, right? Obviously. So the president of Turkey is Suleiman Demirel. Yeah. Suleiman Demirel. And him. then I have to shout out my boy, the Swedish chef. Obviously. Prime Minister of Sweden is Carl Bildt. So there we go. Oh, some layups in this year. <laughs> might be some unhappy listeners in Hungary and Turkey right now. Since yeah, we're sorry. With the no. easy route. That, <laughs> well, we, to, tried. we but tried. But tell your friends to listen to complain so more listens and then all tweeted us. I was making those jokes in 1992. So exactly. You know, That's fine. Made, so why not bring it back? <laughs> okay, guys. Country music time. And uh, we get to debut a, a Brand, Grant's first uh, country hit. Magical. Oh, oh boy. Magical. Yeah. Go gentle. I don't know what this country song's about It's a breakup or a makeup Or some friends fishing for trout I don't understand these country words But I'll do my best to make a guess Even though it seems absurd I don't know these songs but I'm glad to play along Well done, Grant. It was a, a lovely tune. It's great. A lovely tune. You know right. what? A great addition. I've I've learned something. It's very easy to write a hit country song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to endorse that. Uh, it's a process. Chris wanted a theme song, and he got one. So yeah, you, you, oh, yes. you guys talked about that in the app, in the app pupil episode. I'm like, yeah, why don't I write a theme song to uh, that? Okay, so we're back to 92, and this is this is kind of a tough year to pick one last time because I, I think it was the number one song was "Achy Breaky Heart," oh, so it wasn't uh, really much to to do there with yeah, that. Sure. I think it was just we just had a little more of a discussion. So I I kind of combed through the number ones and I I picked out a personal favorite, and this is certainly a hit that still lives on today. I wonder if you guys know it. You, I don't think you do because you're not real country uh, aficionados, even though Grant mm. is now a, a, a hit songwriter. I I'm I'm waiting for my uh, my CMA award. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the letter. You, we could, that's you and Jelly be, Roll. If yeah. we do a, a, a 2023 episode, it could be there. Yeah, yeah. but Paid Manning and uh, what's his name? Going to get him a CMA award. <laughs> Brad Paisley. No, the other guy. Another generic country guy, right? The one that's on American Idol. He like he and, he and Paid Manning hosted it. Oh, uh, uh, Luke Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Both wonderful artists. Harry Connick Jr. I like Harry Connick Jr. I think he's, he's more of a crooner. Yeah, I don't care about him. Okay. He's very, you, you're not happy with I don't him. Care about <clears throat> Harry Connick Jr. is very talented. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, let's, see if, let's see if he makes the list later. We'll have to find out. Um, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the this was a, uh, a, a number one hit throughout the month of May in 1992, okay. uh, which is a, a, 
a good time for country music because it's the kickoff of summer. So a lot of sure. a lot of songs come out right before summertime. And month of May is one of my favorite Arcade Fired songs. Yeah, well, there you go. Just throwing that out there. So the name of the song is Neon Moon. <sighs> So first, are you familiar with the song Neon? No. Okay, it's a great name. I, I want to. I want to say this. The title sounds. I don't think I've ever okay. heard it, but the, so, the name sounds familiar. It's a great name for a song. So uh, it's a personal favorite. One of my favorite country songs. I think one of the best of all time. It's performed by Kix Brooks and Ronnie Dunn, better known as Brooks and Dunn, and it was written by Ronnie Dunn himself. So I ask you, gentlemen, Neon Moon. What is it about? I'm gonna. Th- Keep it simple because you brought up the summer, so that's where my head went. Just like drinking at a lake at night and the moon just seeming like all encompassing. Okay. That's not bad. <clears throat> um, I'm going similar. And I, I think it's a. Um, like drinking in a field. I think, I think they're, yeah, <laughs> they're drinking at another outdoor place. Uh, no, they're, they're at, it's, it's about their, uh, their local favorite bar. Okay. Uh, that's good. Neon sign, neon moon, okay. something like that. Oh, like an outdoor bar or something? With a... I don't even know if it's outdoor. Okay. I just think it's, because, I think it's, just, it's just outside. <laughs> because, Grant, you, you checked the box and rang the bell with that one, I am going to ask you to expand. So you have you are correct. <sighs> but what is the song about? What's the song about? Well, I think it's, I reckon it's about me and my friends going down to our favorite bar. Where we can just let loose and be ourselves. Okay, cool. All right, so this is a, so so. Grant was absolutely right that it is is about a bar. Neon in country songs almost always implies the neon, the neon sign of a bar. Oh, bar. And uh, unfortunately, this guy's not going down there with his buddies. Oh, it's know? a sad song. This is his favorite bar. Well, it's a sad. It's it's a song where a sad guy is happy because he's at the bar. You know, Ooh, that is a sad it. song. Oh, yeah, I guess so. That's a very sad but, song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here we go. So, um, well, yes, this is where denial. he goes to, yeah. to make... To, it, it's, his, it's his comfort place, right? <clears throat> We're not judging him. Well, well Joey might. No, especially no. Especially when the list comes around. But you got listen, you got to do what you got to do. It's way worse to be sadder at home and drinking alone. True. All right, so here we go. When the sun goes down on my side of town... That lonesome feeling comes to my door. The whole world turns blue. There's a rundown bar across the railroad tracks. I've got a table for two, way in the back, where I sit alone and think of losing you. I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. So, mm. there you go. Little lovelorn. And the chorus, of course, is, Now, if you lose your one and only, there's always room here for the lonely. To watch your broken dreams dance in and out of the beams of a neon moon. So mm. there you go. There it is. So, hey, listen, you know, so, you know, when you're when you're uh, feeling down, sometimes you got to find areas of solace. You know, yeah, underneath that neon moon, you got to find other down people to share in the, yeah. the misery. Misery loves company. That's true. That's true. A lesson that maybe one Ebenezer Scrooge learns there at some point. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll get into that now. Yeah. The Muppets Christmas Carol, directed by Brian Henson. Son of Jim Henson. Uh, screenplay written by Jerry Jewell, who is a longtime writer for The Muppets, dating back to The Muppet Show and the original Muppet movie, uh, which no one here mentioned, by the way. Um, have you guys seen the original Muppet movie? Uh, yeah. As a kid. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it in... Yeah, it's good. It's good. And it is in the book, 1001 Movies yep. You Must See Before You Die. So maybe something you'll discuss in the future. It is, uh, of course, based on a novel by Charles... Dickens, not the Muppet movie, the Muppets Christmas Carol, of course. <laughs> Music by Miles Goodman, 
Cinematography by John Fenner. Film editing by Michael Jablau. Art direction by Dennis Bosher and Alan Cassie. Wonderful art set direction. Yes. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Well, it's starring Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, the Great Gonzo, Rizzo, the Rat, Fozzie Bear, Bean Bunny, Sam Eagle, Waldorf, and Statler. And, of course, the great Michael Caine. It was nominated for zero Oscars, sadly. Um, it was not nominated really for anything whatsoever except a Grammy. It was up for oh. a Grammy for Best Musical Album for Children, which it lost to Aladdin. Uh, I, would, uh, I would agree with that decision. Yeah, those, those songs in Aladdin are bangers. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, they are. Can't complain about that. It has an IMDb score of 7.8. It had a $12 solid. million dollar budget. 7.8, yes. That's solid, um, yeah. Short of the list, the famous list well, there. For sure, but yes. like... It's really good. 7.8's respectable for a kid's movie. Yeah, I think you yeah, gotta be in the Christmas low 8s. Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. Very specific. To make for, the 250, you gotta be in the low 8s, I think. Yeah. yeah. But for a Christmas movie for kids, that's a great score. Yeah, super solid there. Uh, it's a $12 million budget. It grossed uh, just over $27 million domestic, $33 million worldwide, so they definitely made their money back. For sure, yeah. And then some, uh, not, a, not a, a rousing success, but, you know, hey, profitable. No yeah, whatever. It and I mean, money. it's been watched every year by so many people, so I'm sure when you look at, like, long-term VHS, then DVD, of then course. Disney. Of like, A lot of residuals, yeah. yeah. Disney knows how to turn just about anything into some money. Right. Know? We're still we're talking about it 30 years later, and we're yeah. still watching it, so. Yeah. They nailed it. So the Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, Grant, can I have you uh, kick us off here on our on our uh, Christmas journey? Yeah, sure. First of all, the when you when you watch this movie, I love that they have the classic Disney, like the Disney logo when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're just like the plain castle on the blue blue screen. That's a nice uh, little throwback. And also, when you mentioned the cast, I think it's hilarious that they that the cast is Gonzo. It's great. And Kermit <laughs> great and Miss Piggy. Yeah. And like it it's not the it's not Frank Oz or Brian Henson. It's it's the yeah, it's the great. Muppet characters as the char- like as the actors, which, is, which is such a great touch. The Muppets always benefit from knowing exactly what they are. Yes. Yeah. You know, they for, at least for the most part, they don't try to do more than they need to do. No. They they get this kind of dry, um, they get why it works. They get the yep. Punny type of humor they go for. Yeah, yeah the self aware. They know the tone, and they hit it, and that's what, that's what allows them to t- to like retell a Charles Dickens uh, classic here. Uh, and I guess the famous the famous um, nugget or tidbit or note from this is the the Michael Caine yeah uh, yep. telling uh, <laughs> telling them. Basically, I'm 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 taking this like I'm doing. I'm gonna it on, play this like Shakespeare. Yeah, like yeah. I'm on the, the London yeah. theater. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why this works. Yes, it's perfect. Yeah, he is not gonna be Muppet. He's not gonna wink. He's not gonna nod. He's not gonna break any footballs or anything like that. So when you know the rats are like, we're freezing our assets off. It's hysterical, but he's just the angry boss. <laughs> he doesn't. He's a straight face. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't quit back. Yeah, heat wave, and he's able to carry that into his turn too. Yep, it's not just him being mean in the beginning, and he doesn't carry through. It is a it is a very theatrical Dickensian performance that he gives. It's, yeah, for sure. He's so good and he's so believable. Like you could imagine him doing this exact thing with all humans. Yeah, and and with the illustrious career he's had and the long list of films he's in, he considers this one of his favorite roles, which is amazing. It's, just it's probably a lot of fun <laughs> to do. Yeah, yeah. Like it's probably hysterical for him to yeah. do this because especially you know he's coming off like gangster films and like British gangster films and then yeah, for sure. 
to, to just do this and just crush like a famous role? Like, how do you how do you not love it? Yeah, yeah. like the 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 long line of actors that have portrayed Ebenezer Scrooge, and I he he does stand out above a lot of them. Yeah. All right, and, top five right now. Uh, Michael Caine, Alistair Sim, George C. Scott, Patrick Stewart is one of them. Oh, Guy uh, Pierce. I, I did not like. One. I did you not. Did like. Oh my god! Wait, when did George C. Scott do it? In the eighties. Really? Yeah. Oh, I want to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Okay, that's my five. Scrooge McDuck. Great five. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the Guy Pierce one you didn't dig, huh? Oh, I, I, God, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those bullshit ones, like. Let's make it dark and gritty. Yeah. Like the first, like the very first scene was like a guy pissing on Marley's grave and like urine soaking into the, I'm like, fuck Come this. Come on, really? I turned it off. I'm like, fuck this. We not everything needs to be dark and gritty. It's just, I like Guy Pierce, but like, no, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I thought Guy Pierce was, was I'm sure he was good, in strong, it, but I, yeah. I didn't, I couldn't get that far. I mean, we talked about the, the great performance of Michael Caine. The, the set design and the world building that they do here is immaculate. It's so good. They do such a great job of immediately you're just immersed in the world. You're kind of touring through the city. You know exactly what it is. You know the you know what the rules are. Yep. You know it's like it looks great, but it's also very very whimsical and very, very silly. In. Yeah, it's great. And, and like the difference like his side of town versus the Cratchit side of town and like the differences. Yeah. Like it's very smart and I love the during the credits when they're going through the city because it feels like how many like Movies have you seen like earnest dramas doing the same exact thing? It's yeah. a really cool way to enter the movie. Yeah, for sure. The director of photography here is John Fenner. He really doesn't have many credits outside of a couple Muppet movies, and he did the uh, original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which is also a Jim, oh. Jim Henson production. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boy, he's going for it in this yeah, one, man. The, the Dutch angles of, like, what is it, Greg can, Toland filming this movie? Like, what's happening right can now? Can we talk about the color grading in this movie? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed. I noticed. I noticed it like watching it today. He switched. They switched from a cooler tone when Scrooge is on camera when mm-hmm. he's involved in the scene to a warmer tone when he's not there. That's so, like, so like when Gonzo and Rizzo are talking at, at first, and then Scrooge comes around the corner, it immediately goes like to a bluer hue. Yeah. So it's like it's colder. It's a little right. bit more bleak, and then when he's when they're they're closing up the shop after Scrooge leaves and they're singing one more. I sleep till Christmas. It's it's warmer again, mm. and they and they keep going back and forth depending on what's happening on the it's screen amazing. to a warmer yeah. tone and a cooler tone. It's really it's like it's something that like you probably notice it subconsciously, right. and you're like, oh, it feels warmer here than that than that other scene does. But it's again like they didn't need to do all of that, but they did, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, they're they're not messing around with making this movie. I mean, the sets. Great, you already brought it up already, but the sets are, are wonderful. The costume Incredible. design is wonderful. Yeah. yeah, the costumes are so good. Everything, everything. The Muppets costumes are good. Like it's it all fits and all the works. Muppet costumes are great. About halfway through the filming of this movie, Michael Caine found out it was Jim, Brian. Uh, not Jim Brian Henson's first directorial yeah. movie. It's his first credit, and he just was blown away. He's like, this, I can't believe how advanced he is for someone. I guess you're the son of Jim I, Henson. I guess right. he's learned, been around he it your whole life. Dad, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like um, Sofia Coppola, you know, like you've just been around it since you were a kid. You get yeah, it differently. Yeah. Now, we do a lot of talk about exposition here. We do a lot of talk about voiceover. This is one of the more fun handlings of that topic and, and that area. Um, oh, for sure. Taking, taking the narrative, you have to get there. 
and it's it's a it's a great touch of making this movie Muppety. You know, it, it, if you're just following Scrooge around, and and the spirits, it can only be so Muppety yeah. by putting Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat in there and having them be the ones telling the story to the audience. Yeah, you've you've really given it that Muppet touch, and it and it really kind of makes the movie for me. And one of the funniest things is when they're with the ghost of Christmas yet to come and they're both like this is too scary we'll see you back in <laughs> like that works every single time yeah. I watched it tw- I watched this twice for this each time I was just it stood out it's like this is just so smart and good yeah it's I mean also remember this is a movie for children so having the narrators there help and they're kind of the audience surrogate so that that's that is helpful for that but even as an adult watching it Gonzo and Rizzo are in on the joke yep they know exactly what their role is and yeah, it it totally works. Yeah, I, I'm I'm much more lenient on voiceover and stuff like that than 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 most of you guys are. Um, but I I think this the the narration here and them kind of being in it without being in it is a cool it's a really cool touch. Yeah, well, it's essential. It's essential. And and the Muppets uh, they've made they've made a lot of their successes on the balance between going for the the kids audience and going for the adults audience and, oh, yeah. and intertwining they, they the two. live in that nice little sweet they, spot they figured and, it out yeah and that comes from jim henson starting with sesame street and saying i don't want to just do kids programming i need something adult so he does the pilot for the the muppet show and uh, joey you know what the title of the pilot for the muppet show is something <laughs> what the Muppet Show, Sex and Violence. That's amazing. <laughs> that is the title of the pilot for The Muppet Show. That sounds like an, like an E! True Story documentary about like <laughs> the puppeteers great. banging. Yeah, it's a parody of Sex and Violence on TV, and it's formatted through a, a pageant run by Sam the Eagle, um, formatted around the seven deadly sins. Come on. <laughs> I, have to, I have to watch this. It That's is, amazing. Yeah, there's clips from it available on YouTube. Uh, I, I watched just the intro to it, but... Uh, wild, wild stuff. Wow. So he, he came right out with that after the, you know, Sesame Street. doing yeah. Sesame that Street. is a statement. Yeah, it didn't yeah. get picked up as it was, <laughs> but from there they got the idea and CBS uh, had some signification to fill in kind of the, um, that, that area time before the news starts, like that's right. 7 o'clock, 7.30. Yeah, yeah. So they picked up uh, the Muppets show. Like the um, post-dinner, pre-news. Yeah, that's 76. Wow. 76. So he did the... He did the pilots. Uh, Sesame Street debuts in '69, and he does the pilots soon after, and they, they get picked up in '76. And uh, Muppet Show runs from '76 to '81. So, um, and if you're wondering, Muppet Babies is '84 to '90. That's longer than so, I expected. Yeah, me too. I I I very clear Muppet Baby. I just remember the beginning so clearly. The song. Yeah. Yeah. Muppet babies, they're in here for you. When you were this tiny, <laughs> it was a great theme song. Man, yeah. they just knew how to do those, those '80s, early '90s theme songs. Oh, they just they hit different they, they bangers. Have, they have a new uh, Muppet Babies. I think Maddie watched it when she was a little bit younger. It's not. It's not. It's not I, as I watched good. one it's, episode of it with yeah, Cole once. It's it, not great. No, nah, he didn't care. It yeah. just it was missing something. It felt too separate. Like I yeah. know the Muppet Babies is a separate thing, but this was too yeah. separate. Relaunched in 2018, ran from 2018 to 2022. On okay. D- oh wow, Disney, went that far? Disney Junior. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Wow. So in in the context of Muppet World here with this movie, which comes out in '92, 
Uh, we said we have a, the Muppet Show starts seventy six to eighty one. The Muppet Movie, which was a huge success, is yeah. seventy nine. So the Muppet Show okay. is on is on TV okay. seventy six, and they go for the big movie in seventy nine. Now uh, the the specials had been running from. 69 to present. So they did the Christmas specials and whatnot. So Okay. Right. So that started right away with it. But 76 is that now we're doing Muppet stuff. Okay. 79 is the first movie. Two years later is The Great Muppet Caper in 81. Then three years later is The Muppets Take Manhattan in 84, all right, which is around when they launched The Muppet Babies. That right. was till 90. So by 90, we've definitely kind of gotten Muppeted out wow, pop culturally. Yeah. And then 92, Muppets Christmas Cow Kicks. Muppets Treasure Island '96. Oh, and, was that late? Yeah, and that's yeah. when they relaunched that uh, the Muppets Tonight on okay. ABC that runs from '96 to '98, and then Muppets from Space is 1999. I don't know that I've ever seen. Like, I remember my brother watching Muppets in Space, but I have no actual memory of it. That was that kind of had a time where we were too cool we're, for school. We're in for freshman high school now. Yeah, right? but I remember Muppets. my I remember my brother watching it. It's just whether I watched it with him or not, I would say no. I, I saw I've never seen the Muppets Treasure Island somehow, but I, I saw someone I saw a thing once, I'm sure you guys have seen it, where it's Michael, you know, Christmas Carol works because Michael Caine decided he was not selling that they were Muppets and Treasure Island works because Tim Curry was acting like he was a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's what I'd like to check out. Uh, I, I love Tim Curry, so it's worth it. Yeah, it's it's kind of I, I think when it came out and because now we're supposed to start middle school, I think Thought I, it felt like a little too kidsy for me. Probably was, yeah. yeah. Probably was. And then ninety nine, yeah. we're in high school and Muppets Way too are long, old, yeah. long yeah. in the distance. Yeah, so. you're too busy watching Austin Powers. <laughs> right, no man, I rewatched that the other day just for, <laughs> just for a palate cleanser. And boy, is that movie fun. Who, who were your go to Muppets as kids? Like who were the who were the ones that you liked the best growing up? I love Fozzie Bear. You were a Fozzie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fozzie. Fozzie Bear. Fozzie's my guy. Fozzie and Swedish Chef. Fonzie and Gonzo, I think, were my guys. Yeah, okay. see, I was, I was never into the the Kermit and Miss Piggy thing. They're always, you know, and I always tend to kind of go a little. It's like, far. it's like, it's liking Superman. Right. Yeah, or exactly. maybe I mean, like every, yeah, Bugs yeah. Bunny. Yeah, I was, I was kind of, you know, always more of a Daffy Duck guy. So I, I was always huge Gonzo. Gonzo was the the guy I go yeah. for. It. And then I loved the fringy characters, Waldorf and Statler. Yes, great. Yeah, definitely favorites. I like the guy who's throwing the fish. Yeah, the drummer. I love the drummer. The whole band, the whole band. Grant the, the name of the band there. You, you, I, oh, Electric Mayhem. Electric Mayhem. Oh, what a great name! Such a think, great, such oh. a great name for a band. Yeah, it really is. Yes. Do, well, yeah, Doctor Doc, Doc, Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. They build such like a world with these side characters that, you know, I appreciated yeah. Kermit there, but I never cared about that. I wanted to go elsewhere. Yeah, I love Fozzie. But you need though. him. You need Kermit. Yeah, in the new one. <laughs> so the new, the Jason Siegel one. They did like a whole like Alkaline Trio did a song, and yeah. it's them tra- driving around with Kermit, with uh, Fozzie and Kermit. Wow. Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah. Didn't didn't think I'd see Alkaline Trio in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I wanted to say too is is that I, this I kind of always forget this as a musical. Yes. Me too. Oh yeah, for sure. So, and then when that first Scrooge song kicks in, and it's extra and it's moody, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh god, that's right. Uh, and then you know, as it goes, like that's kind of that, and I guess the Marley ones are the most memorable musical numbers for me. And it feels like Christmas. It feels like Christmas is a big yeah, one. That's the closing. The closing no, that's with, well, that was, the that was with the Christmas present. When he's oh, like, I don't know what, yeah, I don't understand right, Christmas, yep, and yeah. doing the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get the, the the Marley visit. They they do a, they do such a nice job picking out 
the casting for the Muppets, oh, like so putting them out and putting the Marley brothers as twins and making Jacob Marley basically a, a twin brothers instead, or um, or brothers, just whatever, just brothers, just brothers, and brothers, having two yeah. two partners. Yeah, wonderful thing. You, you, you get there. Uh, this is the most dramatic role you ever see the two of them in. They're usually yeah, literally just. It was. It was. It's. It's so weird with uh, tonally what they do when they laugh about. Like they laugh about closing an orphanage, and then they're like, "Oh!" <laughs> like, they, they, they cower I out of like see them shame. No, yeah, but like they laugh about it, and then they show. I'm like, "Okay, well, pick a lane, guys." <laughs> that is a dark scene when the chains are pulling them away, and the last thing they yell is "pain." Uh, change. Yeah. Oh, I thought it said pain. It's much darker my way. Let's <laughs> hmm. look that up. Make it your own. I've I've been known to change a Lion King lyric or two. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. But just, you know, being pulled yeah. away, as the cha- chains grow and grow and grow and the boxes are, t- the boxes are singing with yeah. it. It's, it's, it's really dark, really effective. Because, you know, they even say in the song, like, all right, we're glad we've scared you. Yeah. Now pay attention to what's coming. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, also, it's also kind of funny that they, they named him Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah, Rob Robert Marley, we call him Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah. Now the the ghost <clears throat> of Christmas past is amazing. Um, freaked me out. It's yeah, shit. dude. Was she she's out of like the Annabelle movies? Like, what, what is? What? It's amazing. And when I rewatched this like a year ago with. I did not remember how cool and how creepy she is. Uh, very creepy, and he should be more creeped out. I mean, <laughs> fucking thing shut up in my house. Very, yeah, and he's I, just like, you're a child. Like, yeah. that should not be... Yeah, it's very different, like, in the book. It's almost like a candle. Like, yeah, in, in, like, okay. the book and stuff. It's almost, like, done like a... Like, there's, like, a flame on the head, and it's, like, oh, very, okay. like... But, like, kind it's, is kind of androgynous and kind of ageless, but it's like it's both old and, and young. Right. And it's, Instead, they threw a girl in the pool and made and the coolest effect. Is that how they did it? They threw yeah, a girl in the pool? they put wow. her in the pool with everything, and they like that's how they got that like floating, flowy. Wow. And it's really cool. It hopefully, like, hopefully, she could swim on like, uh, Sound of Music. Well, I hope so. My God. <laughs> and Grant, you've read the book? Uh, yes, I've, I've listened to it. Oh, cool. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, actually, I've listened to the version that's narrated by Tim Curry, which is... Oh, which is wow. It's on, oh, it's on, uh, it's on Audible. Yeah, I got to check that. Oh, it's, all right, it's I'm doing that. Yeah. It's, like, it's like three hours. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's really... It's short. Now, is it... Because, I mean, it's obviously a wonderful story. It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Right. But is it a little too... Um, a little too... British? Dickens, Dickensy. Yeah. The, the, Dickens, Dickensian? Dickens stuff gets very, very British sometimes. Yes. yes. Oh, so, it's very prosy. In the, is the language like right? It's easy to follow along. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. easy to follow along because I had read some of uh, Oliver Twist and some of it I was yeah mm. going in circles with. Okay. This, this one's it's a, it's a lot less dense than okay. Oliver Twist. Like they have a line and because, but you'll you'll recognize things that Gonzo says in the within the book, right? Where one of my favorite things in the and one of my favorite lines in the book is when they call Scrooge as solitary as an oyster. Wow. It's such Great a it's line. such a cool like you just never think of it that way but that, that's like right in the beginning and the Gonzo repeats that line. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 very accessible. It's a it's as we said just a, a wonderful story and the Scrooge character is such a it's such a sad character. Oh yeah, um, oh, and yeah. It, it's you know it's been it's it's literally been cartoonized uh, over the years but like it's become a, a caricature and it's become cartoony and the humanity has been of it has just kind of been 
it's just been done to death. I mean, I, I saw it on Broadway um, right. at the Radio City Music Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, you, you see it so much. It becomes so, just part of the yeah. culture that, that you can lose. The and this theater time at around, Madison Square Garden used to do it every year, and it was awesome. My parents used to take me every year for yeah, it. It was great. great. Yeah. This time around, just really locking into to, uh, Michael Caine's performance and getting the humanity of his character, I got a little emotional watching it. It's yeah. That's why the past is so important. Like you need to see him in school when everybody else is excited. Like you need to see all that. Like to you need to see that line because it is sad. Yeah, I mean, there's also and this and this is one that the um the version I like in fifty one they kind of spend more time on it and the book spends more time on it. But a lot of this has to do with like his sister passing during childbirth. Oh. So like, oh, interesting. so like that's, and that's kind of why he's very cold to to Fred, to his nephew, because like he kind of holds him responsible too. And he was like, and like he was only, and she was like really sweet to him when her, when his father wasn't. So she was the, she was the humanity. She was of the him. humanity of him. And then she passed on when she was giving birth to Fred. And wow. that's, and that was kind of like the final straw. Okay. That's what yeah. broke him. Yeah. It, the, well, be, and during the Marley and Marley, he even says, like, you, you weren't cold to people. Like, he didn't see why the way they were was bad. Like, he lacked it because he was so in it. Right. Yeah, he couldn't see the forest through right. the trees. It's fascinating. The most, the most wonderful part of his performance in this, to me, is when he's in the past. And it's showing him being uh, introduced to uh, Isabel. Um, oh, Bell. 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 Yeah. You, you can see, and this is where just... Uh, getting a world-class actor like Michael Caine <laughs> helps, you can see how emotional he becomes. And you can see him understand where he's going to be taken next yep. yeah. and already rejected until he finally says, don't take me there. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, but, I, I don't want to yeah. see what's coming next. Yeah, and, yeah. but his his acting projects it. It's amazing. In such a wonderful way. I got I got choked up his with fa- it. Cole was like silent during that because he was like I don't like, three, but he was he realized it was something, and he was yeah. just watching. He's like, "What's happening with the evil man? Why?" When he's saying, "Don't take me there," like you could you see all those things that he's just locked off. Yeah, the floodgates are just well, opening. That's the, yeah, that's the thing, and he's, you see it in his face. He's repressed he's, all of these emotions. He's repressed. Yeah, he's repressed all, all of his all of his Christmases at that at that boarding school. He's repressed. Oh yeah, and it doesn't acknowledge him. He completely blocks him out. And now he's forced to confront it because they do it such a simple way. When he's walking, he's like, "Oh, that's my best friend. That's my friend." Yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. he's in there, they're all just ignoring him and running by him. Like he's a non-starter to that. Yeah, and like and you like. Like you smell your old school, and all of a sudden, just comes like flooding. Everything was oh, yeah. flooding back. Did you guys, when I guess he, him, and, and uh, Bell are breaking up? Did you guys get the song? Was there a song there? I did not get the song. I okay. remember. I, I didn't either. But there is so. There's another. There's a, ver, there's a version with the song. There I don't know is. where it is. So here's the story. The story is is that the the original theatrical cut does not have it because right. oh. the. The studios focus groups, yeah. The said, studios oh, made him cut God. it because they okay. thought it was too sad for a kids' movie. It was too sad, and like kids were getting bored during it. Yeah, yeah. So interesting, but the, it exists out there. So, it, but like, it then, upon the the VHS releases and the subsequent laser uh, releases, they put it back in. So okay. if you have the if you have the like the Disney Vault uh, VHS, that's definitely tape, my parents' house. It's the the song is on there. 
Um, yeah, well, you'll find um, that. I think I, I have it right here. It's called. But it is not on any of the streaming versions. Okay. It, the streaming versions or the Disney Plus version. It's apparently not on. But now I think. Now who I, sings the, it? Is it Belle? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's called When Love Is Gone. Oh. Yeah. And now I think for the anniversary in 2022, they apparently put it back on. Disney, but I don't know because I didn't get it. And I didn't. No, I, I didn't watched get it on either. you both watching Disney, Disney Plus. Plus yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently, there's a bonus area, or oh, supplemental th- area. They they do have the special features thing oh, on there. there. So maybe it's there. It's there. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. I'll have to check go, that out. Go um, and look for that. I hate when there's different versions of a bunch of different things. I kind of like you know like let's get the. That's that's why Blade Runner always makes me so mad. Drives me crazy. There's yeah. like, there's like now too. there's like 14 versions of it's Blade crazy. Runner. I'm like, come on, man. Let's just. Let's just make one. Yeah, just be cool. Can we just do one? I'm sorry. I love you, Ridley Scott, but like... It's hard enough watching one movie. Now you're making us... Let's decide on something. (laughs) The Ghost of Christmas Present while we're talking about it. The actual Muppet of the Ghost is amazing. The subtle changes like each time you see him until it's so obvious at the end. It's a little bit older. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the the Muppet... um, the human dressed as a Muppet. Too. That's like the, like Sweetums <laughs> has that too, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's in like the Muppet bodysuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's one moment in the song. You know, of course, like the gif is him doing the dance with. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Michael Caine doing the arms. we jumping yeah. up and down. But there's one shot when the mice are singing. He's in the background just doing the dance. Yes. Like this kind of <laughs> ha ha. It's like he's boogieing <clears throat> down in like a, in like a Travolta, 70s Travolta movie. <laughs> the music in this movie, I don't know that it hits the mark fully for I, me. I, some songs do like i love the this is what this is christmas song like i really like it yeah the first two definitely hit the most this marley the one more sleep till christmas marley and this song i think are all great the rest are fine i i, I think one more sleep is okay i really like one more sleep I think yeah across i think it's the board okay. th- this thing music's all, not great it misses the mark a little yeah, bit it's like not great. this imagine if there were like Epic, memorable songs in this, like yeah. sure, you know, like any other musical. They were they're still being used in commercials today, or something like that. That would would have made this movie, yeah. would have taken it to the next tier as far as its legacy goes. You That's know? true. Because I just each time I watch it, the one the only ones I really remember are the first Scrooge song and and the Marley and, and Marley. Um, that's for me at least. And then the other ones just kind of blend blend in. So I thought that maybe that was one element of this movie that could have. We're, just missed the mark a little bit where we could have some some more epic songs in here. Yeah, I, I I think I'm kind of in between you and Joey where I think the first two songs I think are the best and then then this it's this one. It's the uh, the Christmas present song. Then it's One More Sleep. Then it's the finale song. Yeah, that the, song with I don't... The, with, yeah. the, with a great full heart. Right, right, right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Well, Alan Menken was busy writing... Uh, Beating the Beast in Aladdin, so this yeah, I mean, got, right. listen, got the he was, squad. he was uh, <laughs> he was he was busy writing masterpieces, and right? Classics. Right. I have a question. Yeah, did they make Tiny Tim Kermit too disabled? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like I get, but like uh, I feel like they went a little overboard. I feel like it's, I feel like it's par for the course given the source material. And I get it, but I don't know. I feel like. This is also Victorian England, man. Like, wasn't like all right, but it's a walking tur- uh, walking frog. I, I don't <laughs> love, I don't love the t- the tiny Tim portrayal in this. I don't love it. You don't like Robin? Um, no, I've never been a big Robin fan. But 
I I think what what makes it work and what makes it work in spades is Kermit. Hundred percent. Because Kermit shows the heart. You know, and hundred percent. Kermit's great in this. I think Miss Piggy. I think Miss Piggy also helps it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's. Him coming home with them on his it's shoulder, great. and it just—that's where—that's where, that's where the uh, the humanity in this yes. in this puppet. Because when frog. they talk later, that uh, he's walking slower home, and then you just remember that scene. It's so good and hits so hard. Yeah, yeah, and and the the story leans in to the tiny Tim and makes the tiny Tim bring it out of you. And this one kind of does a nice job making the Bob Cratchit uh, in, in the opening scene too. Like he's it's, Kermit's is is greatness. Yes, it's great. This is my favorite Kermit. Yeah. Yeah, I normally don't care about, but I don't know. I think they could have done a better job with the puppet. It was a little. If if I can uh, nerd out about the uh, the book, was something that always I I liked about the the book was they they focused more on the Scrooge, the uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and Fred dynamic. Oh, interesting. So they spend more time at his house. So they they do like the the, the twenty questions game, right? And it's a little bit more drawn out. And but at the end of it, he's like, oh well, let's. You know, we're having a lot of fun with my, you know, with my at my uncle's expense. Let's toast to him, and oh, you know, and it was okay. like it, it it ended on a much nicer note than this one did, where they just kind of like shit on him, and then they they Move kind on. of moved on. It was much more. And he's like, and there was this whole part about like, you know, I feel sorry for him. Like he doesn't do anything with the money he has, and I invite him every year. I'm still I'm going to invite him every year, right? And if he wants to come, it's great. But like, if not, like, he, all he does is miss out on a great meal and some great company. And like, he's like, but I will never stop. I will never give up on him. Right. Yeah. And oh, it's and, and it's a cool thing that I, I kind of wish they they focus. Obviously, they want to focus more on the Kermit dynamic. So that so they you know they did more that way, which I understand. But it was always always that that part of it that I always really appreciated. I think that would be good. You Are know. you King Kong? <laughs> 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 Who, whose house was that Fred's house because they go on yeah. and on about how poor Fred is that's a wonderful house I know do they go on and on about how poor Fred is well they, they well, make that, he makes the thing is like the why whole... are you so merry you're poor enough yeah and Fred agrees and then yeah. they go to that lovely house I don't know it's not a poor house I mean, no, Fred's definitely, definitely wealthy he's, I mean, he's, he's dressed he has, wealthy he's, he definitely they, has more money than, than Bob Cratchit that's and the whole thing and just the whole 30 seconds on the screen is how poor he is hmm yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's something that um, the whole your porno thing does. That is something. But yeah, no, he has a. It's great. I house. guess compared to Ebenezer, he is. But well, yeah, everybody is. In, yeah, maybe but, he's got no savings. You know, he's like a pit living check to check kind of thing. I know he's house poor. House poor, <laughs> just uh, cash flow. My favorite scene, uh, all of the stories, is always Scrooge seeing Cratchit's house for the first time. That's yeah. That's the that's the pivot point of the character. That's the moment where he kind of realizes how big of a dick he's being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Michael Caine pay him well. <laughs> Michael Caine does no, terribly. Michael Caine does do a great job of um, wanting to play along with the game they're playing at, at his, his nephew's house. Yeah, and then realizing he's the answer and going, "Oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> god damn it!" Uh, yeah. So, um, but no, he him getting sucked in by the whole scene at Cratchit's place and. Um, Really, a really nice transition because I, I wasn't like I wasn't totally buying him wanting to dance along to the songs before that. That was you know? quick. It, that was it was quick. it was a quick turn there for him, but this is where the the turn of the character really tiny, works. Tiny, yeah. tiny Tim, when he's yeah. it's just lauding compliments on the family because of how much stronger they are than him. Yeah, 
And then, then like the whole when the Ghost of Christmas present just dunks on him, <laughs> where where he's like, oh, poor, poor tiny Tim. And he's like, well, if he is to die, you better do it and decrease the surplus population. Oh, he's like, decrease the surplus like, population. Oh yeah, I said that, huh? No, <laughs> 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 oh, about that. <laughs> Ooh, you were there for that. Oh, that's right, you were in the presence. Yeah. Absolute dunk. Yeah, he just he just posterized him. <laughs> a, a nice touch in this, and I'm sure it's in the book, but uh, the the ghost of Christmas present getting older it's and great. getting grayer as, uh, yeah. I don't know, is that the, they put oh, together yeah, for sure. The transition is very so cool good. Yeah, it's, it's just so good. a nice little they, statement on the present. The, they, they, the left, they left yes. out one thing that is, um, that's, that was like very dark because like as he's getting older and they leave Cratchit's house, they're like in this dark like alleyway or something like that. And, <clears throat> and all of a sudden Scrooge is like, oh, ghost, what's under your robes? It looks like it's like, two claws or something like that. And he opens up these robes and it's like these two feral children. And mm. one is ignorance and one is want. Huh. Oh. And he's like, beware of these two, but especially the boy, which was ignorance. And, you know, kind of, but that would have been, that would have been way too yeah, dark. We didn't, we didn't need that in a Muppet movie. <laughs> no, yeah. it was, it was very, it was very, and that was, it, 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 kind, of, it kind of makes a, a little bit more of a gradual transition to the Ghost of Christmas future. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Is, is the ghost of Christmas past the same where he could see for 1900 years or is the ghost in the book more like the ghost of Christmas where it's like, this is your past only. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. Because he, he actually in the book, um, I'm sure in some ver- in versions too of the movies where he says on the ghost of Christmas past and he says long and Scrooge says long past. And she's like, no, your past. Okay. That's what so I, I think it's just like, she's just focused or the, it's on, just focused mm-hmm. on, him only. Right, because here it's 1900 years. You yeah. Can remember. Okay, because I like how the Crows present is his present. Yeah. So, okay, that's interesting. Where Jay would be focused 1990 to 1999. Yeah. Once, yeah. Uh, once Y2K happens, Jay's poof, uh, he's gone. I am the ghost <laughs> of the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> 90s past. <laughs> I'm the nostalgia ghost. Yes, we will now bring you to the Len music video, followed by Mbop. Oh, K-Rock in 92.3. We're going to visit a magical place called TRL. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, on this Friday, you were watching the Top 10 Countdown, and it was Backstreet Boys once again. Gas was $20 to fill your tank, and Howard Stern was still on terrestrial radio. (laughs) Ghost of Christmas Future is, uh, is a... He's a Hall of Fame member of the Scare the Shit Out of Me as a Little Kid. Oh, okay. Particularly the Disney... Pete version with the cigar. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and and Scrooge kind of falls into the the grave, the grave, yeah. and, the, and the, the coffin's like got like lava in it, and it's like and he's climbing up, and it's he's way to get, more gnarly. Yeah, yeah. I'm rewatching that this week. I'm like, oh boy, this is bringing back some flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah he's up there on the Hall of Fame plaque with the the wolf from the Never Ending Story. Okay, in there, uh, probably many, many, many something from Return to Oz. Yeah. Oh, um, Large Marge from yeah. uh, from uh, Pee Wee. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Return to Oz, the whole goddamn movie. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The head, the headless woman, and yeah, oh the, the room with the heads in it. Yeah. God, and the guys with the wheels for feet. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, a, it's a gruesome one. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, and all this, all this on the Disney Channel too. You know, it's amazing. Screws you up. Uh, there was, I mean, Muppets had Muppets had some dark corners in their in oh, their yeah. annals. Yeah, like for it sure, was, yeah. you know, you'd you'd find a, a skit or two that was in and Schweedums was a was a, a creepy character sometimes too, and they weren't playing them for for comedy. For laughs, yeah. Um, but yeah, Muppets, the Muppets weren't, weren't afraid to get a little dark if they had to. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's why it worked. You never sure you were never sure where they were going to go. They were never going to go safe. 
Yeah, th this movie across the board pretty much works for me visually. Um, I would say maybe the one area, and this is I'm being a little bit, uh, I'm being a you know a little bit unfair with this was probably when uh, the ghost of Christmas past is with flying with him over the town. Just the graphics weren't oh, white yeah. there yet. It's ninety two. You know? I thought yeah. it was fine. I had no problem with that. That was maybe the one moment where I'm like, eh, this doesn't look great. But everything else really looks good in this movie. Yeah, well, it's all it's yeah. all almost all practical. Yeah, yeah. the portal yeah. they walk through. And we're throwing in Dutch angles. Like, you know, it's like, wild. Yeah. This guy definitely watched a Carol Reed movie before this. And it might, <laughs> might not have been Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> the future's always a, a great tone. They have a couple of those dark Muppets that they can throw in there. like The, the spider. The spider, the one of the guy with the purple guy. hair. The, yeah, yeah, the purple yeah. hair guy. Yeah, yeah. Fighting over his uh, his stuff. And this, yeah, that's a very, it's always a very sad moment in any of these these kids' stories with the tiny Tim in and Bob Cratchit and the I mean that's that's yeah when you see the um, how did Cole deal with that how did Maddie deal with that Cole was sad appropriately yeah. sad I think yeah I think she kind of she knew what kind of happened but yeah when yeah. Cole saw the crutch and the hat in this that's where he was like oh yeah I was Stop. like thank God we're seeing this guy again at the end yeah right. yeah <laughs> I didn't tell him that because you know spoilers it's like, up, up next is old Yeller. <laughs> followed by Bambi yeah. he's like oh but you know I think you know they made him they went too far so they <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but they, they, they do they really don't pull their punches in the future which I think is a good thing like they they yeah. make it hard like when you hear when he's like I, I know some of those guys who are they talking to like you see him realizing it but not accepting that he's realizing it and when he turns he's like I'm going to be haunted by this. His eyes are wet. Like, he knows, but he's not going to know. It's so good and emotional. It's fucking Michael Caine. And it's... Yeah. yeah. They crush it. There And, and from the... Uh, in the book, there's a... Uh, there's one that's really... It's, it really hits you in the gut where... You know, he sees, like, he sees, like, his old friends, his other moneylender friends, and, like, I'll go if a lunch was provided. You know? Right. Um, but then he's like, please, like, show me some tenderness and as somebody's passing, like show me somebody that's like, you know, that's not so flip, you know, flippant basically. And it was, it was a, a married couple that, that have a mortgage with Scrooge. And when he died, it was like, Oh, well, like Scrooge is dead. And they're like, Oh, well, what's going to happen to our mortgage? He's like, well, I guess it's going to go to like, like an easier mortgage broker. Like, yeah. and like, oh. they were, and they were like relieved yeah. Because wow. it was going like, and that was like the one. That's the that was like the one like tenderness moment that he found. It was just like somebody that was like, "Oh, thank God! Like now we're not going to lose the house." Yeah, yeah. It's just that that's that's brutal. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Headed back into the present time, I just love when Scrooge works Cratchit at the door. Oh, you know, it's so it's good! Just, <laughs> it's amazing. so good. And Miss Piggy comes out fired up and. Plays oh. the role great, but perfect, yeah. perfect casting there of Miss Piggy. You know, she really <laughs> give the sass. So good, and uh, you know, in in the in the, the history of the Muppets, you know, Bean is kind of traditionally my LVP, but he works in this movie. That's the guy. I, I get he got a laugh I out like of me Bean. with the yeah. uh, Michael Caine throwing the the wreath at Bean. Uh, that, oh yeah, my god, yeah, that's great. Me. Him slowly stopping singing. When uh, I like uh, I like Bean. He, Bean. Bean works in this one. So, any other thoughts here on the on the close of of this? It's just it's it it really works. I I don't love that song, but I think the way everything comes together is really strong. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you guys see the? 
you guys know about the, uh, the Easter egg in that one? No. That, no. The number where they have a store in the background called Mickle White's. And just, that's which Michael's Michael Kane's real last name. Oh, well, oh yeah. that's cool. And so, yeah, there's, his real name is Maurice Micklewhite. Right. You covered that in uh, 1001 there, Joe. <clears> we did. First episode. Yeah. yeah, the not shouldn't be in the book, get Carter. Yeah. Great episode. Carter. So, yeah, so there's a storefront called Micklewhite's. <clears throat> oh, that's, that, that's cool. Yeah. Listen, guys, I think we've covered this one pretty nicely. Uh, I'll, I'll, I want to jump the gun on this one before we head to the nitpick zone. Just, just, did you guys have a quote here? I had wine I wanted to read now one. because it's, it's, from the wonderful Rizzo the Rat. And it's, uh, there's two things I hate in life. Heights and jumping from them. It's <laughs> the great quippy uh, Muppets line there. That's great. Yeah, I, I, made, I made a deliberate attempt to not use a Dickens line. <clears throat> I wanted to use something that was more like from the movie. So this is in the conversation between Rizzo and Gonzo. <clears throat> when um, it was after the Marley song. And Rizzo says, boy, that was, boy, that's scary stuff. Should we be worried about the kids in the audience? And Gonzo says, nah, it's all right. This is culture. <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Mine is uh, in with the Ghost of Christmas Past when Scrooge says, this is Fozzie Wig's old rubber chicken factory. And Michael Caine delivers it like it's a real place. Yeah. And that line <laughs> is why this movie works. That, that's amazing. <clears throat> that's his. That's the commitment that's needed to make this absolutely work. It's amazing. Every time I see it, I absolutely pop at him being so excited. Like, it's the old rubber chicken factory. Let's go. He's about as ruthless as a rose petal. The moment of, of them having to jump over the fence and then oh, Rizzo so leaving good. whatever he leaves behind and, and he just, just walks, walks through, through. jelly beans. Oh. That just like that defines Muppets humor yep. right there. That's that. That's what they're going for every line. so the, fucking funny. The part where it was right before, it was probably right before that, where Gonzo yells at Rizzo for doing something. And they both are just staring at each other, and the Rizzo just kisses his nose. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. That was a fun little. That's so little funny. Thing. Yeah, so I funny. like that. Yeah, Their dynamic. It's just, great. The the I know the story like the back of my hand. Prove, oh, prove it. it. Oh, there's oh. a mole on my left thumb. <laughs> yeah, another. That's another classic Muppets Muppets humor there. All right, let's let's do this here. Let's venture into the very Christmassy version of the nitpick zone. Merry Christmas! Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! All right, so um, I'm going to tread lightly here because yeah. I don't want to get too nitpicky to Muppet movie um, and you know upset Grant and have you know Grant throw me. Oh, out I, I have a I have a couple. I got a couple. I'm going to go with a big one here though, <clears throat> and you know, listen, it's the nitpick zone. I think right? I think, me, and I, I, think get, I think I might have know. the same one. So when pigs and frogs <laughs> recreate. <laughs> Instead of getting like a hybrid, like a, a man pig frog, we get like a we get like the males are frogs and the females are pigs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Is that know. It? We, yeah. No I, female frogs, no male pigs. It's some like weird mutant thing. Kill <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <Yeah. laughs> Something with frog legs and a snout. Like give Tiny Tim a snout. <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah. No. It's um. I don't know. 
Maybe they were just adopted. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were just adopted. Yep. Yeah. Or they were like, sir, like. Yeah, that's a good answer. Well, that's the thing too. Like, did Miss Piggy give birth to a tadpole? Like, is that how this works? <laughs> we do have a mammal and an amphibian. Yeah, yeah like yeah. They, they reproduce in different ways. Uh, we're opening, we're asking questions that are not supposed to be answered. And, and they and, eat yeah, chickens. And they eat chickens. Yeah, any, uh, any biologist, please. Yes, yes, yeah. Muppet, yeah. Muppet um, biology. I mean, I have one. The, the, so at the end, they're giving away a lot of fruit when they're going through the city. Mm-hmm. How much of that fruit was in season? Like, are peaches in season in winter London in the 1800s? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I'm looking That's at all this one. fruit, and I'm like, you're not getting that here. You this know, I is love all... a good seasonal nitpick. A Grand Z seasonal nitpick. That, that's, yeah. you're, this is all root vegetables you're giving away. This is not stone it would, it fruit. Would, it would be oranges and and cranberries, probably. But even oranges would be hard to get. Again, oranges in London. I don't, know, I don't know what the fruit situation was in, like, 1850s. You're getting what grows England. in your backyard, and yeah. it's going to be all root stuff. Yeah. Apple season's over. Yeah. Yeah. You're not getting wonderful looking peaches and grapes. Grapes, absolutely not. Good, right. Great. Uh, here's here's my only one besides the um these the horrible science experiment that happened at the Cratchit House. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going back to the Cratchit House for this one. So, all right, so at the end of the movie, Scrooge turns over a new leaf and he's all excited. Yes, this is my other one. And how much of an asshole are you to invite half oh, the city that. of oh, that was mine too? Yeah. Damn it! Half the city of London to the Cratchit's house. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh hey, by the way, I'm not an asshole anymore. Everyone, come in. Everyone, yeah. everyone, like I bought the biggest turkey in town, but it's not quite enough food for the rest of town. But it's also, it, it, they I, also bring it in raw and then cook it. Yeah. That would take hours. If that was hours, me, that was me. I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> How are you now entertaining 200 yeah. people for five hours while this turkey cooks on like, a spit? I don't have the table for this. Yeah, like and the I, bathroom must have just been oh, just I didn't, they, they, they must have just had like a use a trough outside. Uh, does he make him a partner in this one? Because he does in the Mickey version. I don't know. No, he just no, he just, he just, he just gives a raise, he okay. but he also raise. pays off his house, so that's a huge right. Raise. Okay, that's and, and, he, off and he covers whatever medical bills uh, for Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim has, right. which which would keeps him alive. That's yes, because that's the other kind of question that. And that's the answer, but it's like, what exactly is the Probably shifting point that medicine treatment and and does does being a warmer person keep Scrooge alive longer, or is his life on the same timeline? Oh, that's oh yeah, sure. I'm being sure happier is good for being you. Being happier is healthier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being, being angry and stressed—that's bad for you. Yeah. Okay. They probably added some. Probably. Added a couple of years to his but life. But he probably yeah. went and spent more time with people. He probably yeah. did more things. Just more vitamin yeah, it's, D. It's good for yeah, you. Just good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or he's partying harder and then he dies quicker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he might. Or he, he just gets cirrhosis. And just, <laughs> he might end up in an opium den in like six yeah. years and be lost. Dies of consumption. <laughs> Anything else? Any other nipples? No, that's no, basically really it. I mean, it's, it's, it's Muppet logic. Like, right. what can you yeah. really do? Okay, so we're going to head to the awards. Before we do that, we, we want to venture into our... Our, our BPC Secret Santa. We have. Uh, we're going to invite in RDB and Chris G. You're going to find out who selected who, what movies they got, and uh, what their choices are this holiday season. And we're going to discuss it all on our anniversary episode, February first, and that will be our our fourth anniversary episode. And we'll be doing uh, Hurt Locker for that one. Can't oh, wait for that. Awesome. Nice. Yes. All right. So let's uh, let's go to that now. Okay. It's time for our Secret Santa section this year. This is our third year doing this one. 
if you heard over in our Cimarron episode, we uh, properly introduced this whole thing and what we're doing. It's a little different this year is, is that this year we are picking, well, we're picking two movies for the person, and they'll have to choose one. We're being a little, perhaps maybe a little more vicious, a little more contentious, or maybe some people are just being really nice about it. It depends. Yeah. But the idea is we will pick two. A couple minutes to decide, but you're gonna have to decide on the spot. This is not go home and and read uh, mull it over. Yeah, read Roger Ebert's reviews of the two movie and figure out which one you want to see. You got to come in and and pick this thing here. So we have each selected someone. Uh, Artie, I got you, buddy. I know. Yes. Who'd you get? You. Oh, you got me. Okay. I got you, babe. Chris, <laughs> who did you get? I got Grant, babe. I'd also like to point out that Chris has a ten percent beer. I sure oh, do. Chris, what are you drinking? <laughs> well, this right, you know, you're new to the mix pumping here. Pumping right? in, so uh, you know, I wanted to get in there. I was winning the ABV contest. Till Tell now. the people there. What, did, what I have a it? victory Mary monkey. Oh, oh, oh early Christmas Vic, beer. That's right. Yeah, yeah victory I'm, really. I'm uh, holidays. Victory ratchets ratchets it up. Yeah, they don't make nice beers. No, no. Chris, who did you select in this uh, this year's uh, secret Santa? I picked Grant. So you'll be making a movie jigsaw trap for Grant here in this yeah, one. Yeah, okay. but it's a it's a soft, cushy, furry trap. For okay. me. All right, okay. he, he, went, he went cushy, furry. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's, it's it's in a rotating bed, and it, you know there's there's handcuffs. Very a, a heart a heart shaped bed. Yeah. <laughs> it's vibrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's gonna be good. You're gonna like it. Yes, that's enough. Grant, <laughs> Grant, and how about you, Grant? Unfortunate uh, visuals there. Uh, I got Joey, and it's uh, it's not so. It's not so fuzzy and warm. Yeah, you you love you it. went full uh, full John Kramer here with this one. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I, it. I, I can't yeah. wait. That's awesome. And Joey, who'd you get? Who is the unfortunate soul? Uh, Chris will be haunted for about six weeks oh, after this. I think. I'm so un- upset. Good thing upset. you're in therapy three times a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, up at the four, I guess. If Joey's gonna get anyone. It's gotta be you. <laughs> well, Chris and Joey kind of share that that same sort of uh, love for. For psychotic uh, killers and, and such in movies, yeah. so they may 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 lock into something. I think good. Joey is much more depraved than I am, so I'm really <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> Joey sees everything. He will. There's nothing that Joey won't watch. So. No, no. Okay, so we're gonna go around the room. We're gonna give the selections, and then we'll go back around, and the person will 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 make their choice. All right, so I'm up first here, and RDB, I got you, buddy. And I, uh, okay, I've, I've you know, I, I, I really wanted to make you watch Manchester by the Sea. That was like the goal here with this thing. That's where we came up with the full idea of I'm this. Just, I'm just letting you know that whatever you do to me does not affect what I do to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um, it, I'm, I'm not going to go the Manchester by the Sea route. Oh, I, uh, thank you. I, I'll hold that over your head for another time. We'll, Read, we'll, reading we'll the synopsis the... of that on Wikipedia made me cry, so yes. I don't need to watch I wouldn't that. wouldn't do that to him. What, Thank you. I appreciate I, I would. That. I would, and will at a later date, but I'm not going to do that. Now. You will I'm, next I'm, time after I get you. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. I picked uh, between two 80s classics that most people have seen, that most people love, and that you, my friend, have not seen. And Shit. you've definitely at least outed yourself on one of these, perhaps both, on the air, having not seen. But you have not seen either of these films... They're both films that you should see. And we will start with the one you just wrote down on that piece of paper right there. And it is starring Gina Davis. It is starring Michael Keaton. 
starring Alec Baldwin and Winona Ryder. It is Tim Burton's Beetlejuice. Ah, dude, great one. You're going to love that. So that will be wow. one. I think well, we'll, I think it's big on movies that they're not they're not going to like. I think I need to solve the fact that he hasn't seen either yeah, of these two dude, movies. And that... one of these needs to be seen and I don't want to hear it anymore. So this You're is what this is this is for me. Now are you giving okay. both now or are we going around doing one each? No, and no, no, no I'm both. giving both. You Got sit it. on it and we'll come back to you for Got your it. choice. Got okay. It. The second one here is also mind-boggling that you have not seen this film. It makes more sense that you haven't seen this one, I think, because it's a little bit older than, than the other one. But it is a previous episode of Best Picture Cast. It is a previous Thanksgiving episode of Best Picture Cast. It is Rob Reiner's... Oh. Stand by me. Wow, the second one I wrote down. So you were, wow, what a nice, what a nice one. I gave him a nice Christmas gift this year. You're gonna love those both. Well, he's only watching. He only has to watch one. Uh, you should watch them both. But it isn't. A, he can't go on having not seen either of these movies. So yeah. one of them needs to be fixed. I did this for the better of everybody here. Okay. So he'll have to choose between one of those and watch one of those. You really should watch both of them, but. It, the, the, the mission is to pick watch. And then Manchester by the Sea, I'll find some other way to get him to watch that down the line. So one, I was very nice to you, Artie. I, I know that the. Uh, I, think, uh, I think I'm think i collecting some booze from the studio audience here because they wanted me yeah, to be mean. Well, I, and yeah, I, I want to watch Fiddler on the Roof or yeah. something from the 30s or that's it. But no, he needs to watch one of these. We need if, to hear his reaction to one of these. I, if I had Artie, I was going to give him rent. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Rant, that is. No dis. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you don't have yeah. it right now. You're, you're... Somebody in college once li- uh, knew that I listened to punk rock music and were like, "Oh, you, you know what you would love, man? Like, no. love Rent. Fuck uh, that guy." And I, I listened to it. I was like, "This guy is the biggest douchebag I've yeah. ever met." Yeah, like, that person sucks. Just, just, just a ploy. It was just, just a, just a prank. Like, did he think that was punk? Like, I don't even get I it. I don't know. So there you have you it, like, Artie. Yeah, that, yeah, you like the dead Kennedys, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rent, you would love. There you go, Artie. Uh, it, it it wasn't quite Fiddler on the Roof and and Manchester by the Sea, which was what almost got Which would have been way better. But uh, that's it. So, Artie, you're going to come right back at me now. All right. So, listen. <laughs> I struggled with this. Okay. Because one of the movies of the four I have, I want you to watch. Yeah, but and you don't get to pick four. You get to pick two. So let's narrow them down. <laughs> I know. So the way I'm deciding is do I want to force you to watch it by giving you another movie that I know you won't watch, give you a movie of equal caliber and see what you pick, that or, is the, these are the techniques to go or, through. Or give you one that you might have already seen and I'm kind of afraid you have, and then I'm going to have fucked everything up. Okay, well, let's. This is this is. Uh, we're we're at the Thank snap you for now. Giving us your process, but now it's time to pick. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go with. Um... This is like Artie's own personal saw trap. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the saw trap gets turned around on TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen. All right, this is the one. Uh, listen, here are the two movies. <laughs> Perfect. We're ready. Have you seen the remake J.J. Abrams Star Trek with Chris Pine? What's the second movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I have not. That's a good that's one. My that's, a great, that's a great that's one. That's my nightmare. That's a great one. Uh, okay, one, my, my right wow. leg, my right femur is now uh, trapped in an iron. Uh, this is amazing. Pause here. What's <laughs> going around my neck? Wait, you haven't seen that? No, no, I have not. And I'm 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 excited to watch the second movie here. What? <laughs> the other I hope this is a doozy. Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, oh, I'm, kidding, oh, I'm, kidding, oh, I'm kidding. 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 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kieran just walked away, stormed away, and threw his headphones. Game over. So, in reality, here's the the other movie I'm giving you. Because now I'm giving I'm giving you two good movies. I'm glad you haven't seen Star Trek. The other movie is Logan. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Now, I I want to preface: Logan is not a Marvel movie, and it is my favorite superhero movie. Period. Is that the period? Artie, is that the Ryan Reynolds one? Uh, Hugh Jackman. No, no, Hugh. Hugh Deadpool. This is no, 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 no. He plays Weapon X. No, 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 not that one. That's X Men Origins. Logan. Hugh Jackman took like a massive pay cut to make it rated R. It's him, Patrick Stewart, and it's old. It's old. It's old man Logan. It's not. It's not Brian Singer, right? No, I can only do one Brian Singer. No Brian Singer. So it's so Kieran. The movies I have selected for you are J.J. Abrams' remake of Star Trek with Chris Pine, which is fucking awesome, and Logan, which is my favorite superhero movie, counting all the Marvel movies, and it's not a Marvel movie. And counting counting the Batman movies. Batman Begins, Dark Knight, all those. Noted. I have some soul searching to do. He uh, already gave you two good ones. Star Star Trek one's good. You're struggling internally, and I love that. I love that. Could have been worse. Grant, we are headed next to you. Although there is part of you that wants Grant to go last because this is the one. That, this is the one I'm most excited about. Because I, 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 I'm very the curious. word has it, Grant has really, really uh, been been looking to go after Joey on this one. What do so you mean? Word wait. has it. What website <laughs> yeah, do you? Yeah. It's not TWNP News where we're finding out. <laughs> All right, Grant, what what's going to happen at my show at WWF next week? All right, Grant, I what have do you got? my sources. What There's no website. Right. Grant, you have Joey yes. R. All right, so Joey was the last person I wanted to get. Because I feel like he's seen everything. Well, not only that, but Joey has a. This is one of the best things about Joey is that he can squeeze the water out of any rock you give him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. you, like you, you give him a movie, he's like, okay, I, I liked it for this reason, even though it was like the most uh, horrible thing you've ever seen. And Joey's like, no, I liked this part about it or yeah. whatever. Yeah, Joey's gonna survive the apocalypse. Well past the rest of us. Yeah, like he can watch like he can Sal- survive on very little. Yeah, he can, Joey can like watch Sal and be like, oh, okay, yeah, that was good. Um, so <laughs> oh, I I God. wanted I wanted to give I wanted to I feel like the only way to do this was to attack Joey and, and personally and, and below, just, just like the, below the way something uh, something that he just like he and in the in every cell of his body oh, just detests a traumatic oh, level this is amazing. Oh, man. and gonna be. and i, I think wait. what i think subject material that joey hates the most is conservative christian propaganda <laughs> oh, <laughs> how movie oh, did you God. pick what is this oh. yeah. so your choices this is amazing it's going to be uh, passion of the christ <laughs> no. Stop on come on your 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 choice of one because it's christmas time is Kirk Cameron saving Christmas? Oh, dude! Oh my God! And the other is the um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And the other yeah. is the Pure Flix, uh, Pure Flix masterpiece starring Kevin Sorbo called "God's Not Dead." That's awesome! I love this so much. Oh my god. <laughs> Man, I was so worried you're gonna give me like a fantasy sci-fi thing and you just <laughs> fucking stomped on me. This is amazing. I wanna I wanna Is there I gonna be it. a worst picture guest episode here? Oh, the I, the baby. I, I Oh man, Grant. Good oh, I mean Grant, phenomenal job. Yeah. I figure yeah. like I just I just wanna hit you where like your sensibilities <laughs> are the most fragile. And that's, that's like where, did that's it. where it is. I wanna Man, move into sadistic. Joey's house. Like, that was really <laughs> awful. Like, I went for the jugular in this one. I wanna move into Joey's house and wait till he watches these movies. <laughs> I feel bad that I gave protect, Grant movies. Protect he his like. family. Wow, Grant, great fucking job. This is fucking with me. I feel like I feel like oh. if anyone would appreciate it, you would appreciate it. Yeah, oh no, most. I'm so yeah. proud of you. I'm so this is amazing. God, wow. Man. 
fucking nailed me. So now yeah, I have a question. Wait, wow. wait, I have a, I have a detailed question. I just hope we don't get any one star reviews over it. But go, go. You, you, you said you had heard on the street that he was doing research. Did you watch these movies recently? I did. What? Just to recommend I, them I to Joey? Them, I watched them to make sure that they were everything that Joey hated. All right, Joey, you're up. <laughs> Joey. Here it is, like, move on. And now I'm in a bad place, Chris, so you're, I might be changing. <laughs> Joey's about to just punch Grant <laughs> right in the face. No, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Dude, I might I, be transported. I, I would never wow. have done that to you. Wow. I would never have done that He's to you. So, He's taking it out He's like, marriage story. I'm a good person, dude. Don't, don't fuck with me. So, <laughs> I originally joked that you had said on a podcast that, Serbi- that audition was as bad as Serbian film. And that is objectively not true. It's not true. No. So I thought of a bunch of movies that were worse than the Serbian film to really just get you. But then I realized that I like you, Chris. So I went another way. I picked movies that I think are objectively great that you would never, ever watch for yourself. Okay. That if uh, on paper, you would roll your eyes out. But I think... That they hit your sensibilities, and I think that you're going to. Re- I think these, either one of these, could be something you recommend to other people. Awesome, man! So the first one is 1955. It's black and white. It's French. <laughs> Diabolique, directed by Henry George Clouseau. I'll take it. All right. Sounds good. An episode of uh, thousand and one episode that's okay. coming out. It's again on paper. You would never go at it. Second one. I went Korean. I went 2016, directed by Park Chan-wook, old boy director, decision to leave director, okay. and I went The Handmaiden. Oh, oh man. Handmaiden. Okay, so, so both, two, double foreign film. Yeah, both foreign films, both movies that I think, if, if on paper, you would never, ever pick for yourself, but I am willing to bet money that after seeing them, you recommend them to somebody else. Dude. I think I, I hit your sensibilities. I'm so fucking relieved. I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I'm the only one that like captured the spirit of this. Of this <laughs> <laughs> uh, I captured my it. spirit uh, no, of it. Already, already did it. Uh, a little bit, but, uh, did, but you think Joey's just, gonna, But you think Kieran's gonna like it? Already, I think Kieran will love Logan. I, I think Kieran will love Joey's, Logan. I pick. I pick these movies. Oh no, he's making me unhappy. It. I honestly think Kieran already would won. like either of these movies, despite his expectations. Yeah, I feel like, of I feel them. like that goes against what we were supposed to do. Already one thousand percent captured the spirit of what we were doing. I yeah. don't want to watch either of those movies. He, he but captured. I think he'll like and, them. And Kieran did tell yeah. us that it's, it was okay. We can pick whatever. Like no, no, I know. I know. But you know. I right, picked you, two you movies. You, you definitely did did it dirty, dude. You, you did it right. I feel, I feel better. Everyone's like, you know, I know it's not like your style, but I think you're really going to like it. I'm like, die, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Suffer. Joey and Grant, you've both seen Logan and you've both seen... I've never seen Star Wars Trek. Oh, you haven't seen the remake? I've never seen, seen both. I've seen both. You've I've seen never both. seen a Star Trek. Do you don't think Kieran will like those? I think he'll like Logan. I think he'll like Logan. I don't think he's going to like Star Trek. I think he'll like both. I've never seen a Star Trek, but I think he'll like Logan. You should watch Star Trek. Okay. All right. Let's, it's All right. Chris's turn. Chris. All right. What do you got? Chris, you're up. You, All right, guys. you have Grant, right? He does. I have Grant. All right. So I have two movies for you, Grant. And I, I pick, honestly, man, I, uh, I know it's not the, the spirit of it, the whole thing, but I gave you movies I think you're going to like. Okay, I appreciate that. Uh, it is that. the spirit of it. You do whatever you want. Yeah. It's the spirit of Christmas. It's the Christmas spirit, man. <laughs> it's the Christmas spirit. So the first one, so I think this is a movie you haven't seen. It is a uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt picture, mm. and it's uh, a movie called Hesher. I have not seen that. Uh, Natalie Portman. Okay. Uh, Ooh, I'm sold. Are you guys familiar with it at all? I've heard of it. Her. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen um, it. 
it's I think it's something you'll really love. Yes, I've never heard of it. Never I'm familiar with Natalie Borman. It's, it's basically a metal. Uh, Jordan Gordon Levitt plays a metalhead that um, befriends a young boy that's troubled, and, okay. and okay. it goes from there. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay. And uh, I know again, not in the spirit of the thing, but uh, it is what it is. So, Grant, my second pick for you is uh, also a George, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, mm-hmm. uh, a, uh, a film noir, uh, independent film called Brick. I've always wanted to see Brick. Awesome. And I never got around to it. And Ryan Johnson, I'm a big fan of yeah. his work. Yes. It's so, film, I believe. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, Kieran, I think you saw it fairly recently. I did. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I I'm going to double feature a Joseph Gordon. I love that. Joseph I like I like, I like it. For you. That's amazing. Double JGL. Um, so I love you can it. Pick one of those. So Excellent. Both. Thank uh-huh. you. I appreciate that. All right. So we have the selections in place here. Now we have to uh, we have to make our choice. Um, it's funny uh, as Chris uh, Grant saying he's the only one who did it in the spirit of thing. He's also the only one who did Christmas movies. So he did like the like a <laughs> double edged sort of spirit there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so like he, he was the meanest, but he did it in a Christmassy way. So there it is. Full, full spirit there from Grant. Do we think we're ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm, I'm ready too. So, all right, great. So, uh, Artie, we're back to you. You have your selection to make now. You are choosing between Beetlejuice and Stand By Me. So you uh, uh, enter the podium and let us know what you will be selecting. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Nice. Go in the Beetlejuice mode. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Good. Wow. Now, how has this movie missed you all these years? What's your explanation here on this? Uh, it skeeved me out when I was younger. Oh. <laughs> so I the just guy never who left shows it on. his kids The Exorcist? That, that's a very <laughs> odd take. Robocop was one of my favorite movies growing up. It was the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life. They turned him into Swiss cheese. No, nobody melts in toxic waste in Beetlejuice. <laughs> no. Well, if they do, they've already. It's already been. It's already happened. Yeah, it's, it's, it's happened not as bad. No one in the foreground, at least. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, all right. So I, I listen. I'm excited for you to watch this thing. This cool. was a childhood favorite of mine growing up. I, it was on oh, yeah. all the time. A total oh, rewatchable. So you yeah. were watching Beetlejuice. I love, love Winona Ryder. You got oh, Winona Ryder. Right. This yeah. is peak Winona Ryder. You yeah. got Gina Davis. You got Michael Keaton. You have uh, the pedophile from Amadeus. You have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. He's great. And you have Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, the German emperor, and, or whatever. Ka- and Catherine right. O'Hara. Yeah. Uh, Catherine O'Hara too. Yeah. It's a great one. Marty, are you gonna watch it with Olive? Uh, I'll watch it with both kids. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Matt, 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 Maddie's, Maddie's a big care. fan of it. I mean, I, I definitely saw Ed, it at Ed that age. Se- yeah. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I saw it young. Yeah, I think Ed has seen worse. I wouldn't show my daughter only because I know she would not. She would be scared. But uh, I watched it at that age. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's familiar it's not, with the Overlook Hotel. It's not too bad. Hey, the eighties were different, dude. We yeah. weren't scared as, as yeah. much. Dude, there you, was just you, less shit to watch. If, so you just watched you what it was. There were commercials. It's ten o'clock. Do you know where your children exactly. are? Like, uh-huh. and the answer was no. They did not. Nope. Know where you know why they started that? Because most people didn't, and they had, they had to remember not to go to bed because until their kids got home, so they're not like the door. And uh, I'm gonna say it. Tim Burton's best film. Oh. There you go. There Dave you Chappelle it. has a hilarious joke where he's like. My son called me the other night. He's like, he's like Dave. He's like, Dad, it's, 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 it's one in the morning. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't call you, but I'm at a party, and we all, my driver drank too much, and I need you to pick me up. And Dave Chappelle's like, son, it is 1.30 in the morning. I am shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but I guess it's better me than you. And he tells me where he's at, and he's like, son, 
I'm at the same party as you right now. <laughs> I don't know what made me think. What was about the that. context? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Beetlejuice for Artie Kieran. Yes. Okay. No. Oh yeah. Now it's it's my turn here. Oh jeez, I gotta choose. All right. Um. Uh. Okay. So I'm picking between Artie. Introduce what I'm picking between. You're picking between Logan, and Star Trek: The J.J. Abrams remake with uh, Chris Pine and Chris uh, Pine and Harold Zoe. from Harold and Kumar. So but it, all, it also um, the um, oh, Zoe Saldana, Carl Urban, the dad, the uh, who's the captain, the, uh, the first captain, shit, Robert Green, is that his name? Yeah, you can guy, hold, you can hold your, you can hold your thought on that. They all sound like wonderful people. I'm not watching Star Trek. I'm not watching a Star Trek movie. Uh, I'm gonna pick Logan Good for choice. this one. It's Good one choice. that Good I. Choice. It's been recommended to me by enough people. Uh, I mean, I heard it's a western. It's got western vibes to it. Uh, you know. Have you seen Shane yet? Not yet, but I will be going on a podcast for it in mid December. So actually, of, by the time this airs, Shane. Yeah. yeah, by the time this airs, I what probably movie? will have seen Shane. Shane. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, all right. Yes. Yeah, so Logan is locked in. I will be seeing Logan, and you'll be hearing from me uh, soon about my thoughts I on think, I think Logan. you'll like it. Yeah. So you get, you marvelled me, but you, you, you sidebar marvelled me. It's not so a Marvel funny. movie. Well, it's, it's in the mar- universe. Yeah. It's in the no, universe. It, it, no, it's not. It's not no, it's a. Not. It's, it's, it's not Marvel. It's not an MCU movie, but it's a Marvel. I mean, it's a based on Marvel character. Marvel property. It's just not MCU. It's not MCU. Yeah. You guys can argue about that after the fact. Um, <laughs> Grant. Uh, is now is now your time to yeah. <laughs> make a selection or is it? Uh, well, be, I, me selecting. It would be, right? it would be Joey selection. Oh, so Joey Grant, selection. Yes. So Grant, tell uh, remind us again of what you selected. He had uh, Kirk, he had to choose between Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas or God's Not Dead with with Hercules with Kevin Sorbo yeah. um, and Dean Cain. Uh, uh, Dean Cain too. And the and the guy and the one of the guys from Duck Dynasty. Oh man, yeah. I was really down on that one because Kevin Sorbo sucks, but <laughs> Dean Kane. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but um, God, I'm not gonna be able to watch this at my house because I can't put these clowns on my TV. But I'll be watching Kirk Cameron's Saving Ooh. Christmas. I get a feeling he was going that Merry Christmas. Oh man, Grant's trying to ruin my Christmas. Fucking awesome job, Grant. I'm so <laughs> I'm so appreciative that you. What was the Kirk Cameron sitcom on WB? Was it just Kirk? Growing pains, or was it? No, no, no. no. He Anthony. had a no, it, no, no. Growing pains, but he had like his own. Sitcom. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but it was it like a WB. Have, nobody remembers. It was it, was I, it, I think it was just Kirk. Kirk. I think <laughs> it was called what Kirk. A fucking yeah. I like how Joey is like loves the pain. Like he just he is amazing. He does have. He, I will tell the listener as it is an audio medium. He has a he has a, a devilish grin is on his face. Yeah. Right? He's a, is that a sadist? Is that what it is? I, uh, this is this is all this is all this is all the years this is all the years of this is all the years of Joey watching the challenge. Sadist is the person giving the torture. Yeah. I, I think yes, he genuinely correct. came into not thinking Grant was well, going to pick two movies he hasn't seen. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy Grant got me. Listen, yeah, listen, Joey, well, you've seen you. you've seen everything, so I had to go down an avenue that you had no fucking yeah. I mean, no relation Joey's to. Joey's the toughest. To yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. And you gave me fucking Kevin Sorbo torture. Fucking great job. Okay, Joey, that goes to you. I'll just remind the people what you chose for Chris. Yeah, Chris. So 1955's Diabolique or 2016's. 2016's The Handmaiden. I mean, this, <laughs> I could be uh, biting myself in the ass here, but uh, it's obvious to me um, The Handmaiden is going to be the one for me. Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, it's a modern movie. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> it could be 
It could be, ter- I don't know. It could be very scary. I, I don't know. It's, but, uh, you're legitimately going to like it. Oh, cool. I'm, I'm excited then. I'd All like right. to see it bite yourself in the ass. Huh? Yeah, well, you may, yeah. <laughs> Handmaiden is locked in for Chris. There we go. We have one selection left to make here. So Chris, just remind Grant what you picked for him here. So for Grant, I picked the movie Hesher and also the movie Brick, both starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Brick. Awesome. It's a it's a movie that I've I've it's been on my watch list for a while, cool. and now I finally have a reason to uh, to get after it. Yeah, I, I dude, I I think you're really gonna appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm, I'm psyched that you're gonna see it. No, it's great. It's Thank cool. you so much. I appreciate yeah. that. That certainly feels like a grant movie. And also, like, I'm a true friend. Like, I don't want to harm you. I want to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I, that. I had no, I had no idea where, in what direction you were going to go with this. So it's, it was. I don't like to hurt my friends. I like to help them find themselves. And I think this movie will help you. Well, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with Joey. Yeah, Grant. Sometimes is true, hurting is the path. Grant is a true friend. That's why he needs to hurt Joey. Grant, yeah. One yeah. could argue you are trying to help. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm trying to save his that soul. That argument could be made. That argument could be made. Listen, I would much rather this than he was than it was like you know magic and fancy and like. Oh, I should have I should have I should have given you Willow. Yeah, like that <laughs> would have been oh fucking awful. I was I was so scared when he said eighties that one of the movies is gonna oh, be Willow. I like, have no interest like in that. Like Willow would have bummed me like if you said Willow, whatever the other movie was, I would have watched it. No you were, how if I got you Joe Joe, it was gonna be it was gonna be Goonies and a and a rewatch of Chariots of Fire. That was oh. <laughs> that's what you were getting. We're finally getting yeah. Goonies off the list for you. That's a fucking Chariots. Another thought, '80s classic that needs. I to thought be about senior. Logan and Infinity War just to force you into Logan, but I'd rather you choose Logan. And I thought honestly, the Star Trek movie is really good. Like you're missing out. I wish we had the video of my genuine my oh. genuine reaction to the war. Honestly, my if, genuine reaction of when he said Infinity I, I War. I should have videotaped it because I knew what like I didn't know what Artie was going to do, but I figured what Artie was going to like and he was right and it was handled perfectly. I should have fucking taped it. Yeah. That would have been a true a true jigsaw trap there. But we did get one we did get one solid jigsaw trap yeah. from Grant to Hell to yeah. Joey. Yeah. yeah. Kirk okay. Cameron's Kirk So Cameron's anything Cameron's. Kirk Cameron's I'd have been like fuck. Now, you are going to hear us discuss the movies that we watched on our fourth anniversary episode, which will be coming to you February 1st when we celebrate four years as a podcast. Pretty crazy to That's think wild. about here. I wasn't planning on being friends with any of you for four years, so the, the, the <laughs> fact that we're doing pod, podcasts for that long is amazing. That's true. And that episode will be on. You know, we like to do war movies here for our anniversaries. Our first one was Platoon. Our second one was Bridge on the River Kwai, I believe, right? Yes. Our third one was All Quiet on the Western Front. And in 2024, when we celebrate our fourth anniversary, we will be headed to the Middle East to discuss The Hurt Locker. Ooh. So the oh, five okay. of us, a five-man episode. Awesome. Starring that's, that's Artie's what, favorite actor, fresh, fresh, Jeremy Renner. Awesome. <laughs> that's a fresh one for you, Chris? Never seen it. That's Love awesome. It. That's great. Yes. Right. So Beautiful. You can lock Hurt Locker into your season five selections there so there we go all right well there you have it folks it's uh they're all locked in we all have to watch our movies now oh, boy. um <laughs> this is uh yeah i mean we're we're all uh how are you feeling grant i feel good you feel i feel good i feel good about it i mean chris was very nice to me yeah and um he actually yeah like i said it's a movie that i wanted to see and so now i have a reason to cross that off my list 
Yeah, for me, it got a little scary there uh, for but a second. Unbelievable reaction. <clears throat> um, yeah, unbelievable. But, you know, at, at the very least, I can now watch a movie that uh, people have been annoying me to see for a while, so I can get them off my back here with Logan, so. Yeah. And, uh, Joe, how are you feeling over there, pal? Oh, I'm going to have a horrible time. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. It's a, watch, short, it's a short movie. Don't I'll worry watch some it. growing pains to get some good vibes. Well, it'll be Christmassy, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Joey loves Christmas movies, too. Fucking <laughs> A. Hey, there was no milk in this movie here, so... Yeah, because they couldn't pasteurize it because you're not supposed to drink it. They would have died. Mm. I almost... I got a carton of eggnog up, upstairs. Ooh. I might... Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I were drinking tonight, I, w- I was going to offer, like, that and put some whiskey in there. Oh, I would have been in. Ooh. I would have been in, yeah. absolutely. Let's do it. The other day, uh, Corns asked me if I drank eggnog, and I blocked him for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even answer. Um, I, I was rank, rank your top five favorite eggnogs. <laughs> Power rank. What's your part. What's your ten top ten eggnog movies? What? Top top ten liquors to go in eggnog. Uh, top yeah. seven number dairy based drinks. Number ten tequila. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, god. Um, Huevos nog. I wasn't sure which way Chris was gonna go. Diabolique is amazing. A thousand and one episode. Yeah, we just, just released an episode it. on that. Yeah, go, we just released it. It's great. Go check it out. But I'm very excited for him to watch the animated. And, and you know, for listeners who were upset that I went so easy on Artie, he would have gone without seeing any of those movies for God knows how many more years. So sometimes yeah. you have to just, you have to just, it's it's like... You, you, I, can't, you, I still can't believe he's gone this long without seeing Beetlejuice. Uh, it's wild. That's, That's why it needs to be corrected. One of them needed to be corrected. Corrected. Yes. I was, they were corrected. Okay, so let's go to the BPC Awards for the Muppet Christmas Carol here. We're starting with MVP. We had a little caveat here is yeah. that none of us could pick Michael Caine. Just, we had to pick a Muppet just it's to, to yeah. kind of, you know, be within the spirit of the movie here. Uh, we all would have selected Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Correct Probably, yeah, that, yeah. To me, is the easy, easy correct answer. Too easy. Too. Yeah. So, um, Grant, what route did you go here? MVP. Uh, I went with Gonzo. So I, did I. I. I feel like he does, he does all the heavy lifting in this movie and he nails it. I went the Gonzo and Rizzo duo as yeah, a team. Yeah, for sure. But that's yeah. what I did, Joe. I did the co and yeah. yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, because they were, they're were they just perfect together, telling the story, him calling them out. It's great. Yeah. It put the Muppet stamp yep. on this thing. Yeah. So. They're funny. Yeah, and it handles the it handles the, the, the narration just perfectly. Yeah. Perfect. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Okay. Um, participation award. Show a little love to someone out there. Let me go first. I went with our DP... I went with uh, John Fenner. Guy doesn't have any credits, but he just he went he went he to it, town. Man, yeah. He went ham on this one. Next time you watch it, look for the color grading. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's cool. really interesting. Yeah, so I, I I I thought it was great. He was just like, hey, this is my moment in the sun. You know, I'm probably only going to get Treasure Island, Muppets Treasure Island after this. So let's let's <laughs> yeah. do this. So uh, he was he was feeling his, his Ninja Turtle vibes and just went went after it. So yeah, John Fenner. I went with the Ghost of Christmas Past. It's I think it's one of the coolest, most unique ways of doing things, and I, it's very effective. Cool, cool, great. Um, I went with the uh, the Mouse Family. Oh, right. okay. that was in there. They're just they were just so cute. Yeah, they're just so cute. I'm like, oh, come on. How yeah. can I? I, yeah, love, yeah. I love them. They're easy cute. to show poverty through uh, rodents there. Yeah, and, and good, they're just yeah. very they're very adorable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the rat the rat bookkeepers are great too. Amazing. Um, yeah. Love that. Um, if I have to stick with the Muppet themes and go participation award with the Muppet themes, 
I am uh, going to go with Sam Eagle. He was almost <laughs> mine, yeah. The, it um, is the American I way. I mean, that's, that's gold. That is yeah, pure perfect. gold. Shut up, we're in Britain. Yeah, just so you know. It is <laughs> the British it is way. the British way. <laughs> so, so good. So good, so good. Uh, okay, LVP. So before we dig into LVP, it's Christmas time, and we have our... Uh, our naughty lists and our nice this is, lists. This is the not. This is the naughty list for this episode. Then, we'll call it the naughty list. Yeah. Then we have the uh, <clears throat> the list of Joey R. Here we mm. go. This is uh, now. I, I will say, Joey, you're going to be back here for our first our first best picture episode right. of January, and that will be um, breaking news. Uh, will be my fair lady. We'll be uh, getting Brendan B and Aaron B back in the mix. New duo, new new crew, yeah, too. new crew. It's a new dynamic. I yeah. like this. Be Aaron's first best picture winner right. episode too. Oh, we heard, this one, huh? Yeah, we last heard Poor them thing. on uh, on uh, the Armageddon episode. Yeah. Yes. So they'll be there for that. Now we will not do the the list of Joey R. What for that one? We're going to save it after that is the shenanigans. Well, I want the first one of the year to be at the anniversary episode. All so right. we're going to take a nice little break. This idea is making the list. Though. When it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Kieran's, Kieran's on the list. We have our year end list here, and then we will uh, let the you know let the first month of the year process, and then we'll go back into the list there. So we don't we don't scare Aaron and Brendan away. This is on the list. <laughs> All right. So let me uh, dust off the list of Joey R. Here, hold on. Yes, there is there is a physical list here, I must say. <clears throat> okay, all right. The list of Joey R. Here we have it. All right, we're here. We're all in the Christmas spirit. So I'm I'm sure. expecting that, you know, at least a couple names may come off the list here today. We'll see. We, this is why we go one through one through one with this. We, we want to make sure. Or we're going to add a bunch. Because, yeah. You know, well, things happen over the time. It could be there, too. That's right. Okay, so we have first, he is. Uh, a, a Christmassy character. He does a, a nice little Christmas jig in mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Uh, in Tahiti. Sure. This is from our Mutiny on the Bounty episode. So Brendan really was at the beginning of the list. He was, yes. Yeah, he was very shocked and, and startled, too. Uh, yeah, he doesn't remember it. It was so scary. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Ellison. Ellison is the, of course, a, um, a, a ship hand who's pressed into service. He was having a... a, a Beer with his wife to celebrate yeah. the birth of his n- newborn. Hapless. Yeah. And he yeah. got bullied. And... and he got pressed into service and 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 sent off away from his family and, you know, uh, ensued from there. So you can listen to our Mutiny in the Bounty episode and hear the original thoughts. But I think Joey's grown uh, through time and through the Christmas spirit. And uh, I will ask now, is Ellison on the list, Joe? Ellison is the list. Oh, you can't have the list without Ellison. Ellison is the list. Okay. Jigging his way onto the list. That's stupid so, jig. Should yeah. have broken his ankle. And you still can't find a, a clip of that jig to use for uh, for. Merch. It's impossible. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. We'll have to wait for the remastering of. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, just not, I'm just a novice, I guess. All right, next we go to our Rebecca episodes, the first three-person episode. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca. This three. And the, uh, yeah, this three. Yeah. In this, in this Same very, place. In this very house, yes. And the, the heel in that was played by George Sanders, and he was uh, Favel. And he likes his chicken wings. Likes his chicken he wings. He does like his chicken wings. And he brings them along the road with him in the car, and, you know, you, well, he's given up his plan. He eats, and Joe Just throws him right back in. Because, you know, it's the holiday time. You're sharing food with people. You're making food with people. Safe food preparation is an all-time high because you don't want people sick during the holidays. It's true. It's so Favel 
stays on the list. Favreau stays on the list. He even stays though, on the list. Even though George Sanders won the Oscar for I love George Sanders. Trail of All About Eve, yeah. he was fantastic. But his abhorrent handling of chicken and taking bites of chicken and throwing it back in the wicker basket in the heat. And I think, to be fair, he was the very first person that you went after. In, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh, yeah. The original, sure. the original victim. The first oh, one yeah. to get the ire of Joey, yeah. Joey R. Yeah, poor handling of chicken will always get me fired up. Like John Taffer. Brendan B. wasn't the first person to be startled by uh, the list of Joey That's R. true. Here. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Mike from Cinemas joined us on <sighs> our first uh, Frank Capra Poor episode. Mike. <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, it, it was, uh, it was you can't, not, take, you can't yeah, take it with you. Not a, not a wonderful, not It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, starring, yeah, yeah. But starring uh, Jimmy Look, Stewart and, and uh, Lionel uh, Barrymore. Lionel Barrymore, uh, Gene Arthur. Yeah. Great film. And it uh, also features uh, a lovely old man. Who you know I wouldn't think would be on the list, but you know I'm here I see his name here, so I have to read it. Yeah. Uh, he he makes stuff. He does. He thinks of ideas. He's a tinker. And stuff. Yes. Tinkerer. He's brought into this new world, and he's Poppins, neglectful of his mother, but sure. makes a walrus mask. <laughs> <laughs> Wears it and scares people. Yeah. Yeah. Poppins. Poppins. Poppins being on the list at Christmas feels bad to me, but. Poppins stays on the list. Oh, He's Poppins. Wow! I had my, I got I almost flipped over he to the eraser like, there for he a was, second. He was the closest thing we have to a, to an elf in this yeah. in this whole list. <laughs> he is a bit. Yeah, of a, he's, he's a, a bit of an elf. He's got some elf, elf vibes. He's he's just let me quit my job and go leave my, everything to go make a terrible walrus. I mask. need to reemphasize that they never reference his mother in the movie whatsoever. That there is, is zero a, chance that man does not live with his mother. <laughs> Joey's running. His, Joey, Joey's running his own. You can't take it with you. Fan fiction. <laughs> You're the novelization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out the Reddit fed threads, folks. I'm sure, I'm sure that you can't take it with you. Reddit thread is really fired <laughs> up. Right sure it's just on, yeah. me writing about Poppins. <laughs> oh God! If the if the internet if the internet had crickets, it would be on that post. <laughs> well, moving from motherly figures to fatherly figures, because this is a this is a a, a man who who takes people under his wings. Um, he. He, he finds talent and he helps it grow. Um, it's a beloved actor with uh, Academy Award wins. And um, he's, he's wearing a fat suit, indeed. Um, and it's it's the Colonel. It's the Colonel portrayed he, by Tom Hanks from Elvis. He wears a Christmas sweater in the movie. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. he wears a great Christmas yeah. sweater in the movie. The Chris, he loves the, Christmas. For sure. The Christmas scene really breaks him. Yeah. So this is this is an, this is an easy one. I'm, I'm sure the Colonel's take him off the coming list, off yeah. the list here, yeah. Man, I appreciate you guys' naivety, but the colonel is on (laughs) the list. (laughs) He's why. He's why. It wouldn't feel right if the colonel wasn't on the list. I'll say that. No, the colonel. Um, We're gonna we're gonna head to the European version of this uh, of this uh, list here. Um, Our uh, our neighborhood Nazi Ralph. I'll keep this sweet and simple. Um, He's on the list. We're not taking a, a, no, a Nazi off the list. No, no, Nazi, Nazi stays Nazi, on the list. Nazi stays on the list. Yeah. Not Nazi stays. time at least. Okay. Hashtag Nazi stays on the list. <laughs> so I guess that the the, um, the diddling chef Artie from Sleepaway diddling Camp. Diddling chef doesn't get to come off for Christmas. No, no. Christmas. Pedophile stay on the list. Yeah. Sleepaway Camp episode of Worst Picture yeah. Cast. That's true. Check that one yeah. out. Yeah. Yes, With the freezers. Great episode. You also check out our episode on... Sound of music. Yeah. You know, Great. Fourth of July episode. Yeah. Right. Lovely. Original Fourth of July yeah. episode. You know, you know what, Joey? Since it's the Christmas episode, let's I want to ask you about two of the Christmas episode M L V Ps. Now we have 
Mrs. McAllister. Not on the list. Not on the list. No. Even though she was a... a, a Horribly neglectful mother, but no, not, not on the on list. list. Okay. What about... Um, what about Walter Hobbs's son? Not on the list. Okay. No. Not okay. on the list. Just a bad, even though just he's a, a bad actor. Even though he's a Jet fan. Yeah. Rocking his Winker bet jersey. Okay. Yeah. All right. Unfortunately. No, they, they couldn't make the list. The Jets don't need to go on the list today. They're having a hard enough time. There. Yeah, you know. They just had a good win. Big Zach. He might make the list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is no episode on Elvis, though. So we have to, may have to correct that. Oh, God. <laughs> Some sort of bet where Joey has to do a solo episode on, on Elvis. <laughs> We should have Joey watch every Elvis movie. Oh my <laughs> just like, that won't go well. Blue Hawaii. We'll, we'll end up on the list. Clam bake. Yeah. yeah. Elvis might end up on the list himself. Okay. Uh, all right. So by the time this episode comes out, I believe, Grant, you will be on the streaming circuit. Yeah. Your, your debut. Yes. On the streaming circuit. Yeah. Um, Adam's debut on... <laughs> Worst picture cast didn't didn't work out so well. It's the, no, the only it lost didn't. episode. It's the lost episode. Where he's the only one on the grant list, I think. Is it? <laughs> he's flirting with. If I, if I had a list, he'd be on it. I'm not. I'm not vindictive enough to have a list. Yes. yes um, okay. but yeah, no. Unfortunately, I think I think we'll. We have we we made loose plans to maybe do Toxic Avenger, hmm. and I think okay. we'll just record. We'll find a different way to record because we he lost his recording when we did class of Newcomb High. Oh, yeah. It sucks, but um, there was talk of inviting Beaker on to replace him, though, right? Yeah, it would be perfect. I was I was looking I was looking for Beaker audio. <laughs> maybe, maybe that will be if, I, if we can go off mic for a second. I was thinking about doing that on like April, like releasing an episode on April first. I mean, that might be hilarious. And just yeah. it, it'll, be, it'll be like thirty. Oh, yeah, good point. It'll be like thirty minutes, and yeah. yeah like, oh, what do you think about that, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, I never thought of it that way. Uh, so maybe, That's maybe a April, guaranteed may, three star. Maybe, right a, maybe April Fools' we might do that. But um, no, but we're we're gonna have Adam on, and more importantly, you were on his episode. Yeah, there, and it was a Christmas movie tournament. It was a Christmas movie tournament. Yeah, he had me go through all of these, um, some wonderful, some not Christmas movies, and we uh, we eventually picked a winner. And that episode comes out of the winner. I'm not going to tell you who wins. You got to listen to the episode. Uh, comes out Christmas Eve. Okay. And when does the tournament come out? The 10th. Um, Wait, what day? No, no. Today's the 12th. <laughs> so the 14th. Because okay, it comes so, out Thursday. So it will be out the time you yeah, hear this. Comes out the yeah, it comes out Yeah, it comes. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Streaming circuit. It's um, it's a it's a madcap episode. Yes. And in, in to set up these tournaments here, Adam assembles uh, this crew. That he knows as uh, the committee. And Air quotes. Various, Air quotes. Yeah, the various people from different walks of life and such. Um, interesting crew. I've personally never had an issue with them. Got along with them well. Pete Davidson aside, Joe, you've had your ups and downs here with the committee. You know, we've all downs. They didn't all make downs. well. They didn't make the first list. Because I was being nice to Adam. Okay. Okay. All right. Is the <laughs> I like Adam a lot. Is the committee on the list? So, the committee made the list last time, and Adam reacted to it, and. Now I'm waiting for the piece on the 14th. Spoiler alert: a reaction to the committee air quotes being on the list is coming in that episode. That's right. So you 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 know you have to uh, decide their their list fate before you hear that reaction. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. Um, the air quotes committee is on the list. Okay, yes. and I can't <laughs> imagine anything they say is going to get them off the list here. No, so. no, uh, defensiveness is really going to keep you on the list. No, there's one thing I know about Joey is that he likes to dig his heels in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now is now it's whatever their reaction is is already recorded. Now could we do a a potential maybe the committee minus Adam stays on the list if you if you feel I that love their Adam. response. Love Adam. But he is very involved in the committee though. So Yes, the he is the committee. committee. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Adam is on the list. With, as, as a committee as member, the com- as, committee. as the committee, not Adam as himself, not host of circuit, not host his, of his business almanac. Him as the, the his committee chair, his idea, no, is, is it his concept of the committee, and Giselle Bunchen too. The the whole yes, the, anything committee related. Yeah, I think yes. I think Hornswoggle every time. If I remember correctly, I think Chris Christie was part of the committee I during the Christmas episode. Guy Fieri, I think, is uh, Guy what, Fieri. Fieri, yes. Okay, so committee is on the list, staying on the list. A, a newcomer to the list. Uh, 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 a frontiersman, um, a, a preacher, a, uh, no, I think boy. he's a doctor, a lawyer, a, a senator's son, <laughs> Brad Pitt's brother, and a man on the run. Uh, he is Yancey Cravat from... Cimarron. Cimarron. <laughs> <laughs> it's a to not even remember the movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, Yancey, is he, is he on the list? You know, I want to move past Yancey, but Yancey's so terrible as a lead, he has to stay on the list. Yeah. He's got to be on the I list. I think he's the worst... worst Character we've covered so yeah. far. So. Like Yancey yeah. would have a committee. Yeah. yeah. Yancey should maybe be on the next committee. But let's put him <laughs> on. That would be really that, that'd be, that'd be really that'd funny. That would be Yancey, Yancey Yancey Cravat Cravat would be a funny reaction. That would be a funny defensive the, reaction. Yeah. And the most little known member of the, of the list is uh, Skippy. Skippy could come off the list. Skippy's coming off the Skippy list. Skippy could come off Did the list. Did you watch Skippy? No. But I thought it's Skip, Skip, Skippy's Skip. a dog, right? You can't have a dog on the list. We don't know what he is. We don't know what it is. It was the entity. I thought that, I thought that was the, was the dog stupid that nominee. They had to rescue. It was the stupid nominee, but it okay. was after well. four hours of recording and my feet were ready to fall <laughs> off. And you were ready to put Artie on the list. So. Yeah. Well, I asked to put Artie on the list, but I. But you're not allowed to. Well, uh, what what am right. I allowed to well, put people? Because people are, we're building up a side. I'm finding out people aren't liking certain excellent movies. I'm finding out things that would make people, make me want to add humans to a list. So right. before, I'm just holding my time. Before we make a decision on Skippy, I'm going to again read you the synopsis of the 1931 movie Skippy. And this is very important. I'm going to show you a picture of Skippy. <sighs> and that might not work in Skippy's favor, just to be fair. Okay. Oh. So Skippy. The mischievous son of a wealthy doctor meets Suki oh, it's a, in oh, poverty-ridden shantytown, and together they try to save Suki's pet from a cruel dog catcher. <clears throat> and I'm now going to show you a picture of Skippy. Skippy's on the list. <laughs> oh, no. Let me see. Let me see. I tried to be nice. Mm, That's a tough movie poster uh, right man. there. Oh, Lord. Okay, 1931. I thought Skippy was the... Uh, now when I found out that Skippy was the person, I'm like, yeah, okay, I tried. I tried. Yeah. I tried. Skippy He's stays dead. on the list. Skippy stays on the list. Well, somewhere out there, I know uh, Zeta Short's probably applauding you. Uh, yeah, definitely. She may be the only one that... She's somehow making a letterbox where she could give me five stars for that. Yeah, she may, <laughs> she may be the only one who knows the, uh, the reference here with this movie. None of us have seen it. Nope. But maybe probably we'll never will. To, Maybe we'll have to do a, a group watch, uh, a live stream of Skippy. <laughs> a, a watch YouTube, along. A watch YouTube along. live stream. Yeah, I like it. All right. Um, so we now head to the Muppets Christmas Carol. We do LVP now for the Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, Joey, just we could just put the list away. Perhaps is anybody from no. Muppets? No, no one nobody's made. making the list okay. from Muppets. It's too lovely. The list is going away. Yeah. There's no one else floating around in the ether. Oh, there's people, but they're real people, so no, okay. I have to wait. It's not like uh, the guy who eats chicken from Poltergeist or anything like no. that. Got to get the Skippy off my screen here. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's distracting. Okay, LVP. Joey, since you're uh, you're hot right now, who's your LVP from The Muppets Christmas Carol? Fred. I didn't 
I knew that was coming. He's, he yeah. just has that Joey R LVP vibe to him. <laughs> the way he walked around playing that game. Oh, my God. If I was in that room, I would have thrown a beer at his head. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so stupid. I mean, Crispin Spirit. You might be busy with some spirits here, but Ellison is the ghost of the You do it for a ghostly visit, my friend. <laughs> the colonel in chains. Ooh. That's <laughs> 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 amazing. I'm just picturing Ellison. <laughs> Ellison. He's just doing a jig. Doing yeah. a jig. He's definitely in, uh, in Fezzi... Uh, Fezzy's party there. Yeah, Fezzy Wig. Fezzy yeah. party yeah. Wig. Mine, mine actually is um, kind of the opposite of Joey, where I, I, I would like to see more of a relationship with Scrooge and Fred. I think I think that was sorely, I feel like that was sorely missing yes. to it. I agree. Yeah. Especially yeah. what you said about like the actual story. And yeah. The book. So no, much, it's so a lot, much it's a lot more touch. And then like, and at Christmas Day, he goes to their house. Okay. And then the, ne- the next day at work is when he makes up with Bob Cratchit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So the next day, so he, he goes to he goes to his son's house and he like he apologizes to Fred and his wife. Yeah, he's like, "Will you please like like will you please like accept my apology for all these years?" This one, Fred just kind of shows up at Crotchet's house. Yeah, like, right. So, but like, and they all take him in and, and and like kind of all is all is well, like everything just like like clicked into place. And then the next day at oh, work, he, he makes amends with with Cratchit. Wow. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, it, I'm, I'm guessing they wanted to avoid the man v man interaction. Yeah. As much as they could. Well, and, keep, keep no, and, and they want they wanted Kermit on. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. We don't need too many scenes with just the two two humans just, talking. Two, two humans. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's not in the spirit of what we're doing here. What? The, what? How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, good. Good. Good one there, though. Ah, I hate to do this, but I went with the soundtrack. It. it to me, this was the opportunity that this movie could have taken the next leap here, yeah, and and upped its iconography, and the songs just don't, you know, they, they work for the movie, they work in the world of the movie, but then they kind of go away with the Christmas ornaments w- w- when the season's over. I don't, I'm not, I'm not humming. There's Marley there's and no, Marley in, in June. There's you know? no song that's on here that's like that makes its way into. It makes its way out of this movie, like well, right. yeah, like like a, like a, a must-have Christmas playlist, something yeah, like that. Like, like nothing, nothing like that really or like exists. A, or like a Petco commercial, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that's my LVP there. You know, it's I don't I don't disagree with that. We go next to scene of the movie. Since I'm a sucker for Fozzie Bear, it's the Fozzie Wig party. It's just very happy, jovial, and uh, it actually has a really great young Michael Caine casting. Mm, yeah. I think I feel like the guy looks guy looks pretty good as, oh, as a young man. Michael Caine. Looks really like good, yeah, really good. And like I him. I always appreciate a good older young casting. Yeah. And they're the same works. height. Yeah. Uh, so and and yeah, like anything Fozzie, anything with Fozzie, Rolf, the Swedish Chef, an animal in there. Rolf. Yeah. Not Rolf from Santa Music. No, good, no, good Rolf. The dog. <laughs> the good Rolf. The, the, Rolf. The, the, one, the one that tickles the ivories. Yes, yes. I thought you were... No. No Nazis in this movie. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, it's it, that's that's my scene. I just love it. Okay. <clears throat> Man, I forgot about Klaus there, Joe. Did Klaus make the list? Of course Klaus made okay, the list. Okay, yeah. you, you don't even have to ask yeah, about Klaus. Yeah, that, that's, All right, that's yeah, a well, I don't want him to get away with it. It's a given. Okay. Granted, the same answer. Uh, oh yeah, same okay. answer. I, I I've always kind of found the ghost of Christmas presents to be the be the part of the movie I check out on the least. Oh, that's my, that's the most interesting the, the, to the me. The party. I'm just saying as a kid, you know, like it was okay. kind of like okay. eh, you yeah. know, like it, this isn't specifically that party. 
Like as a little kid, that party just didn't do. Like I was like, hey, this is adults having parties. Like what is this? You know, I didn't didn't see into my own future on that one. <laughs> but um, uh, but this time, this that scene really kind of affected me with with Michael Caine's performance. Yeah. I thought he really really played that well. And like you said, the great casting and that. Yeah, that was that was for this time around. That was my scene in the movie too. Yeah, that's good. Um, Joe, how about you? Yeah, great scene uh, when the Marley brothers visit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Too. I love that whole. Th- I love the whole thing, from the doorknob till yeah. him going to bed. I think it's great. Yeah. Time Machine recast. So, like, I'll let you guys go the route you're going to go, but I do want to ask, because this is going to the route I'm going to go. If we were, if, let's say this movie never came out. Yeah. And they're going to do The Muppets Christmas Carol in 2024. Who would play the Michael Caine role? That's oh, going to be, like, this. the question I <clears throat> ask, and that's going to be that. the one that I, I answer. Did you guys have a different Time Machine recast? Uh, I did. Okay, and I'm I did, but my answer is going to be for okay. this. So I'm going to answer the. Okay, Michael you'll just Cain answer still. Okay. Yeah, because so, uh, Greg, give me your your uh, recast. Uh, I recasted Fred. I don't think Fred. I don't think Fred did a bad job, um, but I just I wanted somebody in there. It's 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 a it would be a similar performance, but I think an upgrade, an actor, and I think a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> I think there's be a little bit more of a friendliness and a relatability to him. Uh, I went with uh, Donald Gleason. Oh, yeah. As, oh, that's as, uh, great. as Fred. I, I think that'd be really great. That's great. Yeah. Yes, great choice. It fits the, fits the same type of yeah. vibe, too. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so, Joe, do you want me to go first, or do you oh. want to go give you a little time to think on it? I got it. Go? I'll go. Okay, all right, where'd you go? So it, it has to be someone who's going to treat it like it's a proper playing of A Christmas Carol. It has to be an actor... With different tools in his toolbox. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. A little, little, little young, yeah. no? Yeah, we could age him up a little bit. It's Muppets. Age him like 20 years? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, well, uh, but Guy Pierce kind of plays a youngish. Scrooge. Well, that, that doesn't exist to me. <laughs> <laughs> but we could age him up a little bit. But just like what he would do and how he would handle everything, I think he'd be great. Okay. And it's time machine, so we can put Yeah. In the future, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I'm getting <clears> shit <throat> about age and on time machine recast. <laughs> All right, so uh, the one I'm going to pick, I've used probably even a couple times at this point, but I'm answering a specific question here with this. So, uh, I went with Paul Giamatti for for this. He just seems oh, like that. to fit that lane <clears throat> that Michael Caine is going down. Love it. He it's can great. exist within his own role and not get too muppety. Facial acting and, all day long. Yes. Just and, destroy you with a facial change. Yeah. And he, he knows how to make that emotion turn throughout the movie. So that was, that was that's where I went with that one. I like that. Uh, I have three answers. Okay. Yeah. All right, Artie. Um, and, well, listen, you guys just, <laughs> you guys just drop, drop this on me. All right. Decision, Artie. I didn't have time to whittle it down. <laughs> First is uh, Richard E. Grant, uh, which I um, I he, think I think would be a, a good, a, a great choice for that. Um, he's yeah, he's, he could do so many different things. Yeah, he can do like serious and comedy. Like he's in Saltburn and he's wacky, but he has like serious moments oh, that are does, really yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Um, then That's I, an interesting choice. Yeah, I know him from uh, with Nail and I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Younger years. Yes. Then I also went with Dominic West. Dominic West. Oh, I feel like okay. I feel like That's McNulty would, would would be good. That'd be Oz's yeah. answer. We know that. Um, and a very different twist on it, uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, I like that too. I don't know how British he. I, I know, but that's—I mean—that's—that's that's a big part of it. Where like I don't know if he. It'd have to be an American version. <laughs> yeah. 
But I don't Kurt, like, Kurt like, Russell forgetting his accent by the ghost of Christmas present. Kurt, Kurt Russell surrounded by Muppets seems like a delight. Right, yeah, Christmas Carol in Chicago. He yeah. might go the more Tim I mean, Curry route. Yeah. Scrooge is is Christmas Carol in New York, right? Yeah, 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 yeah so sure. You can do it. It's precedent. Uh, I like it. I like it. Well done. I mean, this movie's pretty air airtight here. Um, is there a scene you'd cut? Is there something you'd clean up? Is rather there... add. I think I'd. Yeah, I'd rather add, add too. To, yeah. 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 There's no. No. There's no. There's it's no bad on this. I think you start cutting things, it just loses. There's, yeah. there's yeah. no fat on this whatsoever. Yeah, I don't, you know, I mean, to me, I would just be like make, making maybe that maybe the Ghost of Christmas Present song a little shorter or something like that, but I, I don't know. I think this movie's a perfect length, perfect yeah. pace. It yeah. really is. Uh, Flows. So favorite song of the film, it's our musical question. Yeah, um, is it not Marley and Marley? It's definitely Marley and Marley. I would say so. That's I would probably say the, so. I, probably I the like biggest that, song of the I, I, I like, like that first Scrooge song, too. Yeah, no, that's a good one too. I like that if you know it feels like Christmas song, but Marley and Marley, I I think is the best song. Yeah, yeah that's that's the only one that really carries. Yeah, I mean it stuck with Call literally, like I said, yeah, we yeah. yelling Marley and Marley. Oh, that's so funny. Days. Yeah. So I think that's the best one. If this movie was only up for one Oscar, what would it be? Marley and Marley. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Kane lead acting performance. Set, set design. <laughs> set design. Costuming. Set, costuming. set design or costuming. Set design. Yeah. Like yeah. production design. Probably original song. You know, maybe, maybe. one of those. You know, one of the one of the the, um, the slower ones in a uh, like a one more sleep till Christmas. The piano's really nice in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing that a year like '92 is stacked. You know, well, that's, that's the problem. This isn't like a weak year where something like this. Could I mean, sneak I think in. the winner is like a whole new world. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be something from Aladdin, right? right? Yeah, you're, not, yeah. you're not sneaking in here with something. Yeah, uh, not much left to do here, boys. But uh, let's do recommends if you if you like this movie. If uh, if you Want to know where to go next with this? You could pick a Christmas movie. You could pick a Muppet movie. We'll see which route you go. Um, I'll go first. Uh, mine is a, is a very recent film. It is a Christmas movie. It's a movie I would imagine uh, we're going to be talking about here in upcoming months quite a bit because it will be uh, in play in the awards season. And it ties into my uh, Time Machine recast, too. So it is um, Alexander Payne's The Holdovers, starring Paul Giamatti, a... Just, you know, I guess opinions vary, but um, <laughs> it's a great, Christmas a wonderful film. film. And it's great a movie. It's a good Christmas film. It is not often you see a Christmas movie in the in the award season mix. But well, this, is, this this goes beyond just stuck in Christmas. This is yeah. a really top notch movie. Um, and it is still new. A lot of people haven't seen it yet. So I'm not going to go too deep into it or my opinions of it. But it is a... Um, a, a, a wonderful kind of coming of age story of sorts, but a um a, a bit of an Ebenezer Scrooge Christmas Carol kind of uh, yeah, arc like, to it too. It's so. like coming of age plus. Yeah. Like it's it has a lot to it, and just three unbelievable performances led by otherworldly Giamatti, Divine Randolph, Randolph uh, in that too is and you know she'll be very a of, top contender for yeah. the uh, for the Oscars. Got a lot of a lot of awards and critics guilds love. Yeah. And the main main kid Dominic Sessa's first performance. Where yeah. the hell they found yeah. him? Yeah, great stuff. So yeah, the holdovers go check. Grant, you haven't seen it yet? Uh, no, I have not yeah, seen okay. it yet. Yeah, I think you'll like that one. So. Uh, and again, you'll be hearing me and Joey talking about it uh, as we head into Oscar season for sure. So. Hell yeah. yeah. So, um, Grant, what'd you have next? Um, well, I don't have a movie. Okay. My. Um, it's the Guy Pierce Christmas card? It is not. <laughs> it is no, It is not. It is, um, it, is a, it is a Christmas album. Ooh. And if you like the Muppets and you like Christmas songs and you want something 
that's a little different. They have some classics, but it's a little it's a little bit more creative. It's the 1979 release, A Christmas Together with John Denver and the Muppets. Oh. And it is my favorite Christmas album of all time. Oh, wow. Not even close. It's um, It has everything you could possibly want. It's goofy. It's very sincere. It's very touching. And yeah, no, it's it's a beautiful album that's... Um, that's a great listen. So if you like the Muppets and you like Christmas, listen to that album if you haven't. It's wow. very good. I oh, love that. Cool. I'm gonna yeah, but listen on my way home. That's that's me good. too actually. Uh, I think that's our first ever album recommend. There it might be. I yeah. think so. You've opened you... up the door for already recommending like a Mashuga album. Now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like this Japanese thrash <laughs> metal that has seven followers. He goes, yeah. everybody go listen. It go costs listen. forty dollars. Go listen to the Gojira album. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you recommend. I went with a newish Christmas movie um, that just become uh, that's become a favorite the night before, with uh, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Anthony Mackie. It's about three friends who every year the night before Christmas they all go out party in Manhattan and you know just all about how uh, traditions change as life's change and it's it's a really great movie. It's yeah. very funny. It's cool. going Michael yeah. Shannon. Michael Shannon's in it. Yep. Yeah. Did you uh, did you recommend that to our friend? Tom was crushing all his Christmas movies. This uh... no, but Tom's very high on it. It's number three on his oh, list he, right now. Oh, he's seen it. Oh, he's yeah, it. it's number three oh, on yeah, his okay. list right now. Yeah, me That's and him it. had a long talk about it the other night, so I rewatched it because we were talking about how good it was. Because I was like, "Oh, did you watch this?" And he sent me his whole list. Yeah, yeah. I, I recommended to him um, an upcoming episode of Below Freezing that I guessed it on with Mike from Cinemas. He was not happy. <laughs> Noel, yes, from two thousand three. It's gonna be a great uh, episode yeah. though. N O E L. Noel. Wow. One of the most bizarre movies I've ever seen. I've so never heard of it until he... It's on Tubi. I, you, you won't be disappointed in how in, insane and head-scratching it is. I was wow. so confused that it existed when I was done with it. But yeah, Paul Walker, Susan Sarandon. Uh, it's a hell of a cast. And you guys over with the Below Freezing Christmas, you guys have some... Uh, Three years some in great, a row now. Yeah, some great yeah. episodes over there going. Three years in a row. So check out Below Freezing. Terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, guys, we did it again. Another Christmas. This was our fourth Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Fourth Christmas. Crazy. That time's just flying along. I know. Here, it's guys. wild. Fourth Christmas. It's our third Secret Santa, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's our third Secret Santa. We haven't watched the movies yet. Um, looking forward to, to, to hearing everybody's uh, reactions. I'm whatnot. very curious to see what you think of a Logan. Yeah, well, well I'll, uh, you're, I always, you're you're the one that I'm most interested in. When it comes to these, I always give it a fair shot. And listen, Paddington Two has become a, a favorite of mine. Uh, how do you not love Paddington? Might throw too. that on before the uh, yeah. holidays this year. Any anything to plug, uh, Joey? What's going on over at, at 1001? Yeah, 1001. We just Diabolique just came out. Henry V next. Then we have some Akira. Then we're doing some fun stuff. And then we. Get in, start the next season with our Edgar Wright ranking. So but you have cool a big uh, season finale coming up, yeah, too, right? Yeah, big season finale episode that's really funny and a lot of fun. And you guys kind of give your, your top and your bottoms and all yeah, that. We do yeah. rankings. We do. We talk about all the movies um, we recommended and whatnot. We talk about plans for future season that will be very exciting for people to hear because I think people have opinions on maybe some choices we should make. I love <laughs> that. I love that. Um, and uh, Grant, you know, we mentioned you're going to be on the streaming circuit for the... Uh, Christmas episode that's out yeah. now. Um, what else you got going on? Um, well, uh, Joey and I are in talks to release a Christmas episode of Worst Picture Cast. Um, don't know who's going to be on it. Might just be us two. It's a new movie. I think 2015 it came out, something like that. I thought it was newer than that. And maybe 2018. It's called Christmas Craft Fair Massacre. And it is hmm. a fucking doozy, guys. Wow. It is a wild one. 
<clears throat> and uh, so we're um, we got to get we got to get um, ourselves together on that one to to kind of turn out an episode real quick for sure. But yeah, so that, that's what's going to come up in in our in our little uh, worst picture cast world. Don't really have much else planned. We got what about merch. Oh yeah, well we got, got shout out again. Yeah, why not? It's um, Exit Twenty Eight Studios on Instagram and uh, on X. It's uh, it's a store I have on T Public, which um, sells a bunch of pop culture stuff. I have some Christmassy things. I have the Buddy the Elf shirt here. Um, I have um, a Bedford Falls football shirt. If uh, if you know what that is from, it's a Wonderful Life. Um, I've, it's mostly horror movie related stuff. But <laughs> so if if you have a Friend out there, family member, uh, loves horror. Um, give them, uh, give them something uh, from there. So, Exit Twenty Eight Studios. You can find you can find me on all the on the social media platforms, and then our store, of course, on on Spring, where you can find a whole bunch of cool stuff, including the new Christmassy uh, Home Alone and um, Christmas Vacation merch. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, as far as it goes for me, I you know I stay busy around here, even though it's. Uh... Even beyond uh, Best Picture Cast, I'm always always guesting on pods just to kind of get the get the voice out there. Keep your and, teeth uh, sharp. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, you're in the Hat Club now, right? I am in the Hat Club. Yes. So as the uh, greatest movie of all time podcast, hosted by Tom Duncan and Dana Duncan, a father son combo, I made my fifth appearance over there on an episode on the Western classic Shane. That's so a good one. That one's there. Uh, they come out with a different movie every week. They have a little algorithm they use to to grade the movies. It's a fun time with those guys. Uh, I <clears throat> recently had a nice little uh, Giants versus Packers bet. They Very are big cool. Packers fans over there. Hey, Tommy uh, DeVito. Yes. How hey. you doing? Tommy Cutlets didn't let you down. Tommy no, Cutlets. No. So I would have had to watch the 0% rated Rotten Tomatoes. Directed by uh, E from Entourage, uh, Gotti. Oh God, starring he unwatchable. Kevin uh, Connolly. Yeah, had had Tommy DeVito not come through, I would be watching Long Island Native. Kevin Connolly. Gotti. Yeah, not his not Islanders good. thirty for thirty was good. He's a big Islanders <laughs> fan. He's a big Islanders fan. Uh, yes. So, but the Giants did win, thanks to Tommy DeVito, uh, despite uh, that fumble by our uh, our beloved uh, Barkley. But. Um, yeah, so they'll have to watch Clint Eastwood's The Rookie. That's great. Yeah. Which was my recommend on our, our Twins episode. Yeah. Yes, so um, that is not The Rookie. That's not the baseball movie, The Rookie, with uh, uh, the double raised pitcher. It's not Trouble with the Curve either, which uh, apparently no. I had trouble with. Yes. <laughs> apparently I can't read. It so. is The Rookie. It was a buddy cop movie with... Uh, with Clint Eastwood and Charlie Sheen, Raul Julia is the heavy in that one. Oh. Really? Oh. It is a and Bison. Oh it, man, it's a bonkers movie. I you know I I feel like I gave did it did them a favor to to enlighten them with this violent. Hey, Raul, Raul Julia is worth it. He's yes, always he's absolutely. always worth the watch. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they'll they'll be doing that and report back to me on that one. But yeah, no, I, I I love guessing over there at the Gmote uh, podcast, greatest movie of all time podcast. Check them out. Uh, I've done episodes on Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. I've done episodes on Lost in Translation, uh, Gran Torino, a personal favorite, and mm. uh, Stalag 17, which is uh, William Holden's Oscar win. So uh, that along with Shane. And um, I have upcoming, I think I'm going to be doing a Fistful of Dollars next year. Oh, that's so, cool. Oh, staying in the Western realm. Yeah, yeah. So get back to back to some Eastwood talk with them. So that should be, should be a good time. So yes, I uh, also uh, have... Uh, guests as I said over below freezing you can check out there this Christmas season we've done episodes over there on uh, don't open until Christmas which is yeah. very worst picture 
podcast. That's up friendly. there, yeah. And uh, Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin and uh, an early Adam Sandler film <laughs> there. So, Liev Schreiber. No, uh, um, yeah. Ones. Yeah, also, um, if you guys are new to Best Picture Cast, Worst Picture Cast World, uh, Joey and I for Worst Picture Cast released an episode last Christmas for Christmas Evil, a.k.a. You Better Watch Out. So, yeah, check that out if you haven't. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's, episode. That's a good, that's a, that was, that's, one of the, that's like one of the better ones we've done. 100%. That's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. So check that out. And I'd be uh, remiss to not mention. The debut. in 2024. The Revisionist Almanac is finally here. The much-anticipated Revisionist Almanac. Ten months in the work making. Here it comes. I will be on the debut episode. We'll be discussing 2010's movies. I watched about 30 of them for the podcast. <laughs> but you know what? Nothing but positive chatter out of the Revisionist Almanac uh, corner of the world. So it, very exciting for a pilot episode. Yeah. I thought it came out great. We had fun talking the gear. It's a great year in movies. And uh, the three of us did our homework. We have uh, differing point of views, but I feel like all three of us explained ourselves well. And we came up with a nice little little conversation. So that's going to be debuting in January of 2024, the Revisionist Almanac. Uh, we'll have a link, uh, a, a Twitter tag for all of these podcasts that we mentioned in our bio, Below Freezing, 1000 and One by One, Greatest Movie of All Time podcast, the Revisionist Almanac, the Streaming Circuit, all those movies, all those Podcasts, Cinemus, we'll put them in there, too. Always. Um, we have Cinemus coming out, too. And he's, Mike's going to be um, launching a new kind of spinoff series where he does, um, m- you know, categories and must-see movies in the categories. I believe me and Adam from 1001 are going to be on the first episode oh, of that. Oh, nice. Do you know what you're doing? Is yeah, we're doing um, uh, Essential Oscar Runner-Ups. Love that. So movies oh, that's that, such a cool concept. That is yeah. great. Movies that didn't win the big prize, but they were up for the best picture so that year. A lot of great movies in yeah, that conversation. Wow. Pick 10 and kind of go down from the rankings wow. from there. So that should be fun. And I will be uh, on an episode of Cinemas uh, in February, revisiting an old best picture cast episode. He's doing all directors who start with the letter F in their last name. And I will be going back to a Milos Forman oh, classic. Yes. Nice. For the third time? No, it will be Amadeus. Oh, yes. cool. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, yes, returning to Amadeus. Can't wait for that one. I have not seen the movie since we covered it, despite wanting to a couple times. So I'm going to watch again. I'm going to start episode again, and I'm going to go in full cinema mode on that. So I can't wait for that. We're going to be recording that in January. So good stuff there, too. So those are all our friends in our own, uh, our own little uh, our own. <laughs> under the dome uh, best picture community here. Oh, so. Yeah, our own little warped family. Yes, yeah. that's right. So check out all of them. Uh, get get in all their, your minutes of listening with us. And, Listen, there's and, great content out there being put is. out. Everybody's doing cool stuff. So. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, so good stuff. We uh, thank you all for listening throughout the year in, in 2023. It was a great year for Best Picture Cast. We all had a blast. I think uh, we... All, we we all find a little bit of ourselves every year here, and um, oh, yeah. and and all of the listens, all of the people reaching out, even the people who don't reach out who just listen and and um, give us those downloads, love that stuff, love that stuff. Um, I'm I'm happy that you you take the time, and I'm flattered that you take the time to listen to us, and uh, that you have all year, and we are going to. Uh, have a great 2024 for you. That's what we're, we're real focused on. We want to take the next step in 2024. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll have a, a, a 2024 preview episode. Me and Joe are, are going to do that one. Uh, that'll be out right on basically on New Year's Day, either New Year's Day or maybe the second, but and kind of outlining what to, to expect for 2024. Good things coming in 2024. Very good things coming. Exciting things. And we're going to have a hell of an Oscar year to discuss too. So can't wait. I can't believe how good this movie year is. And I, the holding off, 
and just kind of lingering around thoughts has been tough. Well, for Joey, for Grant, <clears throat> for all the Best Picture cast members here, <gasps> have a Merry Christmas, have a Happy Holidays, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all that stuff, yeah. a Happy New Year, be healthy, be safe, be festive. Be happy. Yes, appreciate your loved ones and your time with them. And uh, God bless us, everyone. It's one more sleep till Christmas Day. We're Barley and Barley, avarice and greed. We took advantage of the poor, just ignored the needy. We specialized in causing pain, spreading fear and doubt. And if you could not pay the rent, we simply threw you out. <laughs> there was the year we evicted the entire orphanage. I remember the little kites all standing in the snowbank with their little frostbitten teddy bears. Barley <laughs> <laughs> and barley. in the air the world is at her best you know when people love and care the promise of excitement is one the night will keep after all there's only one more sleep till christmas Sometimes I do it just to make him laugh. <laughs> just to accomplish. Sometimes he doesn't laugh.